This episode comes with a content warning for teeth, bones, and corpses. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, who likes big butts, Bellacom. Oh, yes. Sam, who cannot lie, Burn. It's true. <laughs> And Ellie, whom those other brothers cannot deny, Sparrow. They cannot deny me a single thing. Especially mm-hmm. the fact that you like big butts and cannot mm-hmm. lie. Yes, both those things. Butts. Mm-hmm. Butts! Butts, butts, butts. <laughs> you know, I can't think of anything to go here. This so is the content they come here this, for. It's yeah, fine. It's the high quality content we came for. Oh, Let's no. see what, what, what absolute buttocks we're up to in the present. And ask future us what buttocks in the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by Bums. And also by me, Colander. And Bums and Colanders are brought to you by the Flintlocks and Fireballs Patreon. The patrons of whom mostly have Bums, but not all of them have Colanders. If you would like to acquire a bum or a colander, we can't help you. But if you want a wealth of extra content and bonus features, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game, looks like it's going to be some sort of item, then you can check that out at patreon.com slash fireballs link in the description. And now, future Jason. Thank you. And now, announcements. My main announcement being that the arrangement of the Reclamation Core song that appears later in this episode can be credited to Andrew Gnome, longtime listener, at Gnome da Barbarian on Twitter, uh, who has not claimed copyright but has released the copyright for the song into the community uh, with the inducement that it should be improved upon and added to by anyone who wants to so thank you andrew you are a all-around fine chap as ever, we're an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. You can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And we are still involved with the online group heist game Agent Venture, which I am one of the designers for. The most fun that you can have on a Zoom call while keeping your shirt on. Pull off a heist, infiltrate a base, and save the world with only a laptop, an internet connection, and your socially distant friends. Check out the link in the description, and take advantage of their special festive vouchers at agentventure.com. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Pastor Jason. Bums. Butts. I was just expecting a fart noise. (laughs) Buttocks. Bums. Ass. Cheeks. Derriere. Yes. Pet Batom. <laughs> Le cool. I have no idea if that's how it's pronounced or if it's Anus. Glute. 
Claudius Maximus? <laughs> Shall we start the episode? I think <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a short intro. Uh, and on that absolute load of absolute buttocks, it's time for flintlocks and fireballs and butts. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. <laughs> Do you ever wonder why people listen to us? <laughs> oh, regularly. Yes. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The siege of Newmark continues. The party have uncovered through their powers of, uh, well, future vision, the plot of the following morning's attack by the Redcoats. In the early hours of the morning, they will strike across the River Hound with an army of the living dead. But not their usual conventional army of living dead, but rather a, a less controlled and uh, highly numbered horde. Further investigation and consultation with various experts leads them to believe that the uh, necromancers, the resurrectionists, uh, who essentially operate the Reclamation Corps in the 13th Regiment, are engaging in some form of mass reanimation, whether that be through specific magic or by simply piling a ton of corpses together and allowing them to resurrect, well, to reanimate uh, through more quotation marks, natural means. Because, as has been established, the dead rise in Calcinia if you leave a body unburied and, uh, and without the last rites for longer than 24 hours. And we never question that. Everything's <laughs> fine. So, with that in mind, the party are making their preparations to head towards the chapel of St. Juniper the Martyr, uh, about half a mile beyond the northern, well, northeastern uh, banks of the River Hound, and uh, half a mile from the uh, hill fort of Fort Beatrix which therefore does cover the area with cannon fire, if needed. Now, the chapel and its attached charnel house are both in the middle of a large encampment, possibly belonging to the 13th Regiment. It is outside of the fortress of St. Beatrix, but it is well defended, even if, it, even if there is an, are not permanent uh, emplacements in position. To this end, the party have, through the aid of their longtime ally and kind of sort of maybe hag uh, friend Clara Off, acquired a handful of useful potions, including some uh, three doses of face shifter potion, which will allow them to assume the forms of anyone who's 
biological uh, well biological material specifically from their body containing some flesh or blood is placed into them they have harvested uh, scraps of flesh from three corpses formerly oh. belonging to redcoats when I say scrap I name it I named uh, it. You named one of them Peter. And that was it. It was Peter. <laughs> and, oh, Peter. And guess what? Peter's the Peter is actually the body you're going to be taking. Hooray! Yay, uh, Peter. Having just left the uh, member of the Dead Eyes, the gang who are running uh, your own undead troops, you have acquired uh, scraps of flesh belonging to three different bodies. One is as best you can tell from their sort of petrified well not petrified uh, from their uh formaldehyde and preserved state uh an, a female orc with you think originally gray like greenish gray skin and black hair maybe in her 40s uh who is not that much shorter than celestia mm-hmm. a Relatively short for a human, uh, fair-skinned human man with a square jaw and uh, blonde hair. Peter. Who you have named Peter. I'm just going to make a note of that. With an A. Mm. (laughs) Okay, Peter is very very insistent upon the ethical treatment of animals. I think it's also a name. Yeah, it is actually also a name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is actually also a name. There was a girl in my class at school called Peter. Yeah. Oh. Um, and a male halfling, uh, olive-skinned, with curly black hair and, uh, and a beard, in about Corson's age, in his 60s. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> well, you're slightly below that. <laughs> I'm might... 59, I'll have you know. <laughs> Sorry. So I mean, not like as of tomorrow. <laughs> for at least another 24 hours. <laughs> for At this point, for another 11. It's approaching one in the afternoon. Oh boy, okay. <laughs> why, did, why did we not do present shopping when we shopped for Clara? No one knows. Because <laughs> Corson was with you at the time. And it this is true. Hey, you've gotten true. your present. You got your present from Clara early. Yes, I did. Oh. Um... So, you also have a few other potions uh, that you got from Clara. I hope you've kept notes of those. Yep. Uh, We've got one gaseous form potion. I've just written cloak. I don't know what that means. Um, oh, it's the oh, one used... Oh, it turns used... you into a rock. It's the one oh, used yeah. cloak of, uh, of, of, of camouflage. <laughs> I'd only written cloak, so I'm glad that yeah. other people had remembered. And nine alchemist fire. Yes. Which also could be good for throwing into the pit. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Yes. You also have, um, I think it might be about a gallon, a little bit less than a gallon. A gallon is 12 pints, isn't it? So three quarters of a gallon. I can't remember imperial volume measurements uh, of holy water and three vials of holy water. It was eight pints of holy water. Yeah, eight pints of holy water. So eight, basically eight uses. People who aren't from the UK, if you want to have fun, ask people from the UK if they're metric or imperial. Yeah. Ah! We live in a bastard system where some things are metric and some things are imperial, and no one really knows what what the rules are. <laughs> I measure mm. my weight in in, st- in in pounds and stone, but I measure the weight of food in grams. Mm. <laughs> yep, it's very weird. Rulers for like measuring small things in centimeters. If I'm driving somewhere, it's miles. 
Yeah. No one knows why. <laughs> there are no rules. It's anarchy. Mm. Directional anarchy. Mm. Anarchy that weighs things mm. in grams or stones. <laughs> oh, standardised weights and measures. Yeah. Height is often mes- uh, measured in feet, except sometimes in metres, and no one can decide which. Yeah. yeah. It's in metres yeah. at theme parks and nowhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrarily, the rule is: if it's to do with science, it's metric. If it's to do, if it's just in your house, day to day, it's imperial. Hmm. Well, at theme parks, the heights are definitely measured with science. Yeah. So, um, which is really that makes weird, sense. considering we came up with the imperial system. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that little digression, <laughs> it's about one in the afternoon. On the 14th, I believe, yes, yeah. of Falling Leaves, 1798, uh, a wind is picking up, and oh, in the distance, the storm, the, storm cloud, the distant dark is growing. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to roll for this. You just notice little dark spots appear here and there on the paving stones. Ugh. Why does it always rain when we have stuff to do? I know. It seems ah. like the weather's against us. It does. I hate it. Don't want to be somebody else again. It was weird last time. Cause <laughs> and actually, yeah. Given that we've been rather busy today, and I haven't said that I definitely have done this, Cause mm-hmm. is going to put a hand to the ground and cast primordial awareness. Okay, you are on I'm the coast. I'm dead. So many undead. Oh, I'm dead, yes, but that's not what he's worried about. Okay, you're on the coast, so... Let's six miles. Six miles, uh, and up to one mile inland, mm-hmm. uh, because of the weird way that works. All right, you can, as you pulse your awareness out, you can feel in thick decaying intensity the undead um surprises there then you can sense the piccolo hornpipe of fame uh you can sense the strange sort of choral scent of celestial very faintly okay uh, uh, trying to think whether anything else would show up, and at this moment, that's it. All right, all right, fine, fine. Look, every time there's a storm now, yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah, and of course the, the one instance of the roar of this uh, uh, of the eye. Ash. No, uh, I'm I'm non-detectioned, so if it's true, nine, we've said no. that it that it blocks his thing. So you actually, yeah. yeah, you don't pick that up because it's on Celestia. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think we decided because it's divination. Yeah, yeah, it's divination based. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything to worry about? Always. Well, nothing we didn't already know about. Fuck ton of undead. Some fae, a celestial. Um, that sounds like some things we didn't know about. Wasn't the celestial there before? Didn't we do this? There was. There, yes. there, every time you have done a did done a pulse in new oh, right, there, okay, you have gotten there. a faint sense of celestial. Oh no, we have heard of that. We just don't know what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Fun. But we've, well, we've no, been it's... in like the churches, the, like the 
the saints have strong presence here. I wonder if it's that. Oh, maybe. It makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be who we talked to at that church we broke into, couldn't it? Could be. (laughs) Oh, fair point. Mm. We're the worst. <laughs> it's just when when the weather gets like this, I've got a, a you've got a check system now. Yeah, I, no, it you've seems got to. silly not to. Oh, entirely. Mm. Yeah. Um. Did see the storm later. Never the wrong number of lightning flashes in a row. That's comforting to know. Last yeah, unless it happens now. after the point where I saw, of course, which is always possible. But yeah, it didn't look well, like it. It wasn't quite right. You. No, that's all right. Well, I'll do that again at uh, dawn tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Well, by dawn it'll be done. Mm, exactly. So, where do you want to head next? Um, Are there any final preparations you need to do? Have do we filled up some bags with gunpowder yet? Uh, no, but if you want to do that from the Kraken's Bane, you can. I'm also yes. going to need some, like... We had discussed this off-air, actually, but we were yeah. discussing that we would take up the phase shifter disguises when we're still in our own territory and then get changed when we're in theirs. You have one hour. Yeah. The travelling at normal human walking pace. Uh, it is, as the crow flies, uh, like half a mile, well, a little over half a mile to the chapel. Mm-hmm. So it will take around about eight to nine minutes, like ten minutes at a push. Yeah. Okay. Probably close to ten minutes because you're not, not necessarily horrific. going over like really um, well-made road. It does occur to me that I will need other clothes if we want to be somebody else before we're leaving, because otherwise it's obviously me, isn't it? Um, well, you have acquired red coat uniforms, but that's it thus far. Yeah. And do we not just have stuff in our supplies or our uh, stores? I've got a boring use? cloak. Yeah, you I mean, to be clothes. fair, like probably like at the base, they'll have something dull. Won't um, they? Yeah, I mean, like for the sake of argument, I'll do, for the sake of time, I'll say that with for the uh, at the expense of a silver piece, you are able to get a set of dull clothing. Cool. Just like ordinary workman's wear. Yeah. Can I um, replenish my uh, supply of bombs? You can. Um, so, I just want you to add to take the uh, to take. Basically, you have supplies in the ship up to a certain amount. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to ask you to deduct these from the ship's tally to represent uh, the eventually replacing them. Sure. Okay. Uh, so six bombs. Yeah, six bombs is. Where are you? Uh, I'm sh- here. <laughs> over here. We're over here. Now, Why I, am I over here? <laughs> I do actually have, very annoyingly, a list of uh, of weapons costs, and for some reason, it's not where I thought it was. Da da da. Da da da. That's right. I'll just imagine. Uh, uh, from memory, then it's. I think it's two silver pieces per bomb. So just deduct that. And for the ke- powder kegs, which is more immediately relevant. Ah, there we go. Okay, so, uh, sorry, each bomb is half a gold piece. So five silver. So pay three gold for your, for your six bombs. Don't uh, do that on my own. Yep. Pocket. Powder kegs uh, are two and a half gold each. 
for, for your awareness, they weigh 27 pounds, explode for 76 uh, fire damage in a 10 foot radius. Mm. Uh, so DC 14 dex save for half. A barrel of powder is mm. 10 gold, has uh, is 105 pounds, because it's got 100 pounds of, of, of black powder in there, uh, and it does 12d6 fire in a 20 foot radius. Hmm. Okay. okay. DC 16 for half. How many of those do we want to take with us? Um, I mean, how many, how many can we fit, fit in bags? In bag? <laughs> uh, same train of thought. Yeah. So I have given you stats in your spell for what the maximum limits of the bags of holding are. Yes, you have. I've from, got it here somewhere. But from memory, I think they're the same as the standard bags of holding as the magic items. Like so a hat box. If I just grab this. Yeah, it's about the size of a hat box. And the weight limitation, I think, is where we want here. Because up to 500 pounds, no more than... Right, no more yeah, than 500 down pounds, to 64 cubic feet. Cool. Basically, you can take one powder barrel per bag. Okay. Um, but if the ba- if the barrel goes off, it will obviously destroy the bag. Right. But yeah. then explode out. So it would be a matter of getting the bar- the barrels out, ideally. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to make your bag of holding disposable, in which case you just need to get it into place and then set and then somehow set the barrel off. But they are just bags at the moment. Like they're not special bags or anything, mm. other than that they're currently magic bags. Um, so I mean, we could blow up a bag. I mean, yeah, I'd probably be destroyed, so no one would find the weird magic. Well, I mean, if we just find... it, like turn it upside down and tip it out. I was thinking is the other option. Yeah, that's true. Us. Actually, <laughs> this is also an option. It would yes. probably be not particularly different. Just yeah. in terms of how much uh, we're taking. Is this going to significantly um, affect our ability to um, load and fire our guns if it comes to a battle? Well, the bags are, are like they weigh like fifteen pounds and the size of a small bag. Yeah, they're basically they like they can basically be anything. Yeah, because you made the you made these all out of quite small bags. So the uh, yeah. so these are are these like messenger bag sized or are these like belt pouch sized? I was thinking like messenger bag. Yeah, that's about like, like a little sack more than anything. Yeah, like a little sack. I mean, just for example, um, something weighing fifteen pounds, for example, is a vacuum cleaner. Ah. Okay. <laughs> or like a kitchen stool. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah. What I was more thinking of is if we're taking this black powder from the ship stores. Um, is the amount we take going to significantly affect our ability to... Oh, um, no, no, right. no. Okay. You have, I didn't think so, but I uh, wanted to check. If you... Uh, it's not going to significantly affect the amount. The, within the day, I guess not Vig, but Molly, because Vig's resting, will be able to purchase replacement powder. Or right. at least okay, get it cool. in. Yeah, yeah you, we'll just let her know before yeah, we... Yeah, you don't need to worry. Off with it. This won't massively affect your ammunition capacity. Mm. That was what I was just checking, because I thought, that's yeah. not an inconsiderable amount, like, mm. pound-wise. Yeah. Mm. Oh, totally. The other thing that I did think of mm. was, um, I'm going to need to hide my instruments. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can have a bag, if you like. 
If I walk around disguised but with my fucking guitar, it's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but nice. I've got a bag. Excellent. Equally. I would love one if you have a spare. <laughs> Corzin, up to you how many weapons you are going to wear. Oh, that's a good point. Because um, most standard, like, as a, most halflings are in the redcoats are going to be equipped with a carbine, mm-hmm. some sort of sidearm, maybe, mm-hmm. at a push, and m- maybe they might have bought an extra weapon with their, uh, uh, with their own money. Um, you would all have... You would all likely have backpacks, so just having backpacks won't won't necessarily spoil your disguise. You know, you are uh, soldiers in the field will carry their own equipment. Mm-hmm. All right, but I think I have a solution for this. The offer Clyde would be a giveaway. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah, all the big things are going to go in a bag. So okay. off Clyde, xylophone, guitar, cool. drum. Yeah, everything. I will. I'll keep the triangle in a back pocket no. for to get out quickly. Just to <laughs> it's remind, my only small instrument that isn't the kit violin. Just to say this online, as uh, online on air, uh, I, I've discussed this with Bob's uh, off air. One of your bags will expire sometime tomorrow because you're reaching the end of the duration on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a thing. As long as it's not today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's kind of what I thought. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you, uh, so what? Uh, so you've acquired some doll clothes for Celestia. I mean, you can acquire doll clothes for everyone if you don't yeah. already have them. I think we would. You basically just yeah. Get, yeah so you get they're some not stuff. ours. Um, you pack Celestia's equipment into a bag of holding, mm-hmm. which you can carry yourself. Uh, so guitar, all of that is now in the bag. Yes, triangle uh, is, um, yeah. Mm. I like to think hanging off a belt under a cloak, because I think that's funny. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's easy nice. enough. I've got to have one instrument that I can, can easily ding. get to. Yeah. yeah. So you've got, a little, you've got a little triangle. Um... <laughs> So as you walk, there's just like a little ding, ding. Shh! I move the stick so it's not banging uh, <laughs> against. Sorry. Um, <laughs> not good for still. Corzin, what is your weapon situation? All right, Corzin is going to have the carbine uh, across his back. He's going to have um, the the sword to his side, and he's actually going to put the the red coat, if it will go th- uh, down that far, over the top of his blunderbuss which is strapped across his um like lower back got it so you you got one concealed i would like your choice oh no i know what this is i'd like a slight of hand check from you for conceal for casually concealing your weapon please fair enough slight of hand oh i was just thinking do you want me to carry something cousin because does it look weird that i'm not armed uh, Probably. If, if uh, you're um, happy with um, uh, with a pistol or something, it'll just um, uh, make you look more the part. Yeah, I'll make you look like the character. You know, eccentric oh, and that. I should props. be in character. Mm, you're right. Props. It's very exciting. Ooh, what, 19, what, what, what's way, my Jason? character? Cool. Who's Pete? Who is Peter? Um, I think Peter go in the bag. probably really likes coffee and is quite weird. I don't oh, know why. No. <laughs> I'm going to make a tragic backstory for Peter. 
Excellent. Mm. Uh, maybe there's a revenge plot. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Okay. So, you, Corzin, you have one openly carried pistol, one openly carried carbine, a concealed blunderbuss. Yep. Uh, you probably can get away with a bandolier of bombs, although it does make you look a little well-armed, but not your usual insanely well-armed. What is that? What are you doing with your uh, sabers? Uh, yeah, the sabers actually. Um, ooh, tell you Cutlasses. what, I That's will it. put the um, the bombs in the bag instead, and I'll okay. have the um, uh, the sabers at the side because if I were a member of the um, the navy, hmm. it's conceivable I'd have to. Okay. All yeah. right. Make a note of that. So two swords, one carbine, one pistol. Yeah. You're still well armed, but you're maybe not ludicrously armed. By yeah, by... I'll, I'll just say, yeah, I'm um, part of the HMS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Peter is carry- is red coated up and has one pistol, if I have that correct? Yes. Should I have a sword? Probably. You can have one of mine if you like. Okay, I'll take one of the swords. Probably yeah. weird oh, if you don't have a sword. Of my swords. Okay, uh, one of your regular, uh, old regular scimitars. Yeah. Okay. So you got one. I mean, that, they're barely uh, out of the backpack these days. The yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, you have them as stores. spare weapons. Celestia, you have your rapier. I have a rapier and a flintlock. Yeah. Flintlock. So I think I'm probably okay. Got it. Okay, pistol, rapier. Okay. I like wrap a bit of cloth around the hilt so it looks a bit less posh. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because it's slightly fancy. <laughs> Uh, okay. Alright then. If you are satisfied with your preparations, you're currently in your dull clothes, but you have uh, red coats packed away so that you can put them on. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Essentially, where do you want to make your crossing? The narrowest point that's still in the city is uh, Bow, and it is pretty much the same place where you saw the undead kind of come across in your vision of the future. Mm. Um, it would be, it's actually the place where you clung onto rowboats coming over when, in the first place. Mm. We can breathe underwater, can't we? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we yep. can. So and we don't have to openly cross. Side. Yeah. Other options include going out into the bay, going across the water, uh, and then coming up further along the coast, or going further up river and crossing that. Let's have a little walk underneath. Um, I can stick some of your stuff in a bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be helpful. Because, um, yeah, we don't want to get it too wet. There is part of me that likes the idea of not coming in the same place we're planning on going out again, if that makes any sense. Yeah. We have no idea which way we're going to go out, though. True. Very true. It could be anyway, <laughs> couldn't it? I feel like we've horrendously underplanned this, but I, I also have no like, idea what I also have plan. literally no other plan. Yeah. I have a feeling like when we're leaving, it uh, won't really matter by what means we're leaving, so long as we're doing it fast. True. Relevant question, actually, if you're including them in the mission. What are Je- what are Jeffrey and Marjorie's travelling conditions here? Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> or are they staying at home for this one? Oh, no, Jeffrey's coming with. Okay, Marjorie, I guess... 
Well, Marjorie... I Marjorie guess... can meet us on the other side of the water. Okay, so you, you can send Marjorie to a specific position. Because Marjorie doesn't like getting wet. Mm. No, she does not. Not in her current form, anyway. Jeffrey <laughs> loves a swim. <laughs> and hates a bath. <laughs> well, you, you better put him in a rucksack or something. Surely he's an identifying feature by this point. <laughs> As I you're mean, discussing yeah. this, a, a a spent newspaper wafts past with a caricature of Jeffrey burning down the. I dock. catch it. I mean, look, come on, <laughs> really? I mean, it's a good likeness. I'm, I keep hold on to that. I will frame that. Yeah. That is I going give it to Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Um, you're Jeffrey. famous. Jeffrey rips off the page with himself on and like tucks it down into his little vest. Excellent. Well, I suppose it's better than eating it, I guess. Yeah. He then starts eating one of the other pages. <laughs> Jeffrey will go under my cloak. Jeffrey's very good at being small and hidden. That is true. It's sometimes... how we lose track so often. Mm, sometimes true. we forget he's there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. Where do you want to what, head into the water? What are we doing? I don't know the difference between all the points we can head into the water right. and like what so, the benefits are. Uh, or, like, so I have, I have no information so, on them. So, to give you a bit of information. Yeah. So if you go further up river uh, there and pop into the water, go across the river, come out, then obviously you will be further from your destination, mm -hmm. uh, but you will avoid the piers on the opposite side of the river hand, mm -hmm. uh, which are currently patrolled. If you... If you dip into the water around the bow area, cross across the river where the uh, where the undead will make their crossing tomorrow, mm -hmm. and come up near the piers, then you will you will travel the least distance. It's the most direct way to get to your uh, to your target, but you will have to tangle with patrols. Mm -hmm. If you get if you go down, uh, just like let's say near the battery almost mm -hmm. like right near the tip of hickory island you can walk across the bay mm -hmm. and try to come out potentially you could try and come out on the coastline near um near the encampment uh the slight problem being you there's a good chance you might lose your way hmm Okay. Um, I do love the idea of no patrols, I confess. Yeah. Because we that might be somebody's dead friend. Yeah. Genuinely, like, we could be someone they know who died in a battle recently, so I think yeah, if we can avoid the close avoid... patrols until we or... get to the church. Yeah, let's, uh, let's try and make ourselves scarce. Okay. So maybe, which, maybe whichever one was slightly further away, but no patrols? What do we think? So both technically would be no patrols. It's just, do you want to walk along the seabed or do you want to go upriver, cross, and back onto the land? Um, I think going upriver gives us less chance of getting lost. Or bumping into like our own patrols. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's like, do they're that. They're watching the mouth of the river because that's where sea people might like, come from. There could be yes. boats and stuff. Yes, let's not be sea people. Yes, I know about sailoring and boats and things. <laughs> Me too. The sea, sea people. Are from the the sea, sea people. Up the mouth of a river would be the way they do it. Yes. yes. Don't don't doubt the effectiveness of the sea people. They collapsed the Bronze Age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, classical civilizations joke there. No. Um, <laughs> all right. So, in which case, you're going to need to head up river. Uh, 
let me just check the map and see, because I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, you head up river, which is going to take you towards the Nightmare Land, where you can make oh, your crossing. Oh, that's all right. We like it there. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Love a Nightmare Land. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, you know your way around this. You created it. I do, actually, yes. So, a little... You head, uh... Basically, southeast out of town, mm. uh, the heavy build, like the thick buildings, begin to thin out and give way to country roads, farmland, and a nightmarescape. Mm. And ah! just a little bit further away, <laughs> things twist. The grass turns blood red. The trees have eye stalks coming out of them. There are just gaps in the ground full of teeth and howling. <laughs> and, of course, the river, the water of the river also has turned blood red as well. It's also, like, still yeah. singing revolutionary anthems. <laughs> and, so. yeah, you, you can just, you can just hear... singing. <laughs> it's yeah, more like, um, I'm picturing, like, instrumental creepily in the background, like, on the wind. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can, you can basically hear the soundtrack. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. I'm not sure people should be able to do this. No, <laughs> so I'm still really looking at the hellscape. There are so many things we do that will no ex- one should be able to do. I'm not sure this is okay. This will expire on the 20th. Of course, so long. <laughs> if it has not been dispelled before that point. Mm. It's a good sign that they haven't dispelled it, though. I'd like yes. to. Uh, it's not really in their area. That's true. I mean, the other one that I do for the battle will probably get dispelled, but you know. I mean, yeah, but that's a waste seen... of a spell on their account. It is, and I'm it could seen... be a waste of a very big spell. So yeah. that's or nice. Or several small ones if they're unlucky. Yes, very true. Hmm. Depends. Because I've, I've not seen anything like this. I do, do they have to... Can they dispel it from the uh, the very edge, or would they have to get to where it was cast from in order to, spe- to dispel it? I don't know. I've only done it twice. <laughs> I've never seen anyone do anything like this. It's not a thing. <laughs> Um, it's not normal. No. The eye trees turn and watch you pass. Mind your own business. I mean, you can't be mean to me. I literally created you. I'm like your mum. <laughs> yeah, no one's ever narrow. been mean to their mum. <laughs> I stare back at them. They literally wouldn't exist without me. Never be a parent. Have some respect. This is a terrible attitude for a parent. <laughs> Well, I had a really good example growing up. (laughs) This is what parenting was. It's probably wrong. Yeah. And I'm not going to go and hug the eye tree and tell it to believe in itself, so shut up. (laughs) Maybe you should. Look at you, very good at being an eye tree. Well done. Trunk splits. A, a toothy, tooth and tongue filled maw just kind of goes That's very good You just well. give that a birth <laughs> Goodbye And get to a point in the water where you are easily able to slip down into the crimson depths uh, and walk across the shale Um the river here is honestly quite fast, not terribly fast flowing, but it's quite, there is a strong current, so I just needed an athletics check from each of you, please. Hold on to. Okay. Yeah. Why would, why would you say that? 
18. <laughs> it's a one. It's oh, a three. No. Oh, God. There is a... You're not sure. Maybe it's maybe there's been there's a, a flash uh, a flash rains further upstream or something, or maybe it's just bad luck. But there's a point where uh, Celestia is just where the, where the current just speeds up for a moment, and Celestia finds herself uh, washed about twenty feet, uh, not far, like about yeah forty feet downstream. Um, before catching herself uh, but she does gash her arm a bit on some rocks uh, mm. so you take come on where are you? there you go uh, ah, just four points of slashing damage mm-hmm. uh, but you do uh, fortunately you haven't cha- changed into your red coats yet uh, but uh, but your dull clothing is a little bit scuffed up and that's fine you clamber up Onto the other side. And I guess then we'd need to phase shift. Yeah. We should have done that before we got in the water. Oh, we oh, should. Uh, do you want to do that before? Well, we can, we can, we can, we can say this moment happens a bit later then. Mm-hmm. All right. That was the plan, wasn't it? I think it was. You were going to phase yeah, shift I before you left town, up. wasn't it? Basically, as we got into the water. Cool. So as you get into the water. As- Got so it. that we're so, not emerging as ourselves. Right. So that so that so at the moment before you step into the water, or you uncork the three little vials and knock them back, there is a moment of overwhelming nausea and pain as you feel your flesh <laughs> resculpt itself. Uh, your skin color change uh, quite dramatically. Uh, in uh, Scamp's case uh, and just for some of you uh, and for at least one of you you like hair gr- uh, just yeah your horns shrink back into your skull Ow. Uh, and a mane of blonde hair <laughs> come into place did I think to get some shoes I mean I think I mean, Maybe, I like, the the shoes are part uniform, of the uniform. I feel like we'd get boots. So you do we? get boots. They did make yeah. as your as your hooves transform into feet again, which is I an experience like you've had this. before. Ugh. Roll a luck I trick. I hate this. Oh, natural twenty. The shoes, the boots fit perfectly. <laughs> oh, when you do put Heck. them on on the other side. Regent for that. Um. The three three waterlogged, bedraggled figures come out of the water on the Dry other side, everyone. and with a few clicks and Thank puffs you. of the and all the spirit. weapons, like just prestidigitation solidly. Yeah, you just mist around you as the as everything dries out. Um, Thank you very much, Celestia. No worries. And you have, and you take a. a a bit less than a minute to equip uh, to put on your new red coats and stow your doll clothing. Tool up sequence. <laughs> I feel kind of fabulous, honestly. You yeah, are yeah. stylish. Mm. There is now a uh, there is now one orc woman, one blonde human man. Uh, Peter. And <laughs> Peter. <laughs> and one Peter. One uh, uh, and one 
bearded uh, halfling. Celestia mm. so kind of like looks down at herself and looks in the mirror that she's obviously got because she's Celestia. I really think she looks like a Susan. What do you think? Susan yeah, works. I can see that. Hmm. Okay. I always thought that'd be a good name for a cat. Hmm. Susan the cat's a very good name. Susan the cat. Mm. Now, because you've gone upstream a bit, this is this is added to your travel time. So rather not too massively, but it's going to take you twenty minutes to reach the camp instead of ten. Okay. So you're going to have forty okay. minutes left of your transformation. Honestly, if we're still there by the time we're changing back, we have such a problem anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Assuming, of course, nothing happens in the meantime. Peering out ahead, it is uh, it is early afternoon. The sun is still high, even though there is now a light rain, uh, more like a more like a sparse drizzle uh, that is uh, what we call spitting, uh, along with a steadily with a sustained uh, soft breeze. And up ahead, you can see the rolling plains. Uh, these plains are actually quite thick with farmland for the most part, especially this close to uh, to the city. Arable land is much in demand, and the and there have been a good few hundred years for colonists to arrive and carve out their own farmsteads. Many of these farmsteads are currently either abandoned or the or the uh, homesteaders staying close and keeping their doors locked and barred. No one wants to be caught out. But there are still people moving. A little over, as I say, uh, not quite half, maybe three quarters of a mile away. Also, you can see... Actually, no, it's just, it would be just over a mile by now. Uh, you can see the broadly square encampment of tents surrounding St. Juniper the Martyrs. But along the country lanes and hedgerows, uh, well, actually, no, it wouldn't be hedgerows here, it would more just be fences leading uh, uh, your path to get there, you occasionally see small bands of cavalry, red-coated cavalry, in uh, scouting the area. So, do you want to make your approach trusting to your disguise or, no. go, or moving stealthily. Oh, stealthily as possible, yeah. Yeah, stealthily. I think okay. the disguise is the backup, isn't it, really? Yeah. Okay, let's have some. Let's make some stealth checks then, please. No oh disadvantage my, yeah. because uh, I'm in normal. No clothes. disadvantage. You do not. Uh, you get advantage to dis, uh, to deception checks, but not these, stealth. But not stealth. Are my boots of elvenkind close enough to the uh, uniform that I can pass them off? No, your boots of elvenkind are made out of a, a, a made out of a mystical material that you extracted from dead shadows. They're yeah, a, just a like check, then. yeah. And I'm going to keep my cloak on though because it's it 13. helps me not be spotted, yeah. which I think is more important. Yeah. Uh, so that's an eighteen. So you got your cloak on. That's going to be interesting. I guess you your cloak must be on over your. Uh, over your red coat for it to work. Yeah. So traveling cloak. Yeah. So traveling cloak. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Can I? Have I, I will make excuses if we get. Can I have those stealth checks again, please? So twelve. Twelve for Celestia. Thirteen. Oh, Thirteen God. for Corzin. 
18. And 18 for Scamp with a, with a disadvantage to spot you. Yar. Okay. You begin, you keep low, tr- uh, staying near hedge, uh, near the old hedgerow, uh, the farm, uh, the fences and trees. However, it is not long, about a third of a mile into your journey, where no, actually, so half, uh, like you're about halfway there when you see a troop or well, not a troop, uh, a squad of cavalry turn, seem to spot you and start riding in your general direction. Oh, bugger. Bulls. They'll be with you in less than a minute. Um, I'm going to put my cloak in my bag if they're ready coming de- towards us. I'm going to ready to take thoughts when they're, okay. when they're 30 seconds away. I'd like to cast to take thoughts on the leader. Okay. Uh, when they're 30 feet away, you mean? Yeah, when they're 30 feet away. Okay. By our uniforms, which is the superior officer? Uh, by your uniforms, each of you roll a luck check, please. Okay. okay. 18. 5. 15 for causing, was it? Yeah. Uh, that would be Celestia then. Celestia, oh, you would be... Uh, Celestia has the rank of corporal. You are all... The, the other two are privates. Mm-hmm. Right, fine. Uh, okay, so... As uh, as they come in, as they ride up to approach, you can see that they there's a mixture of human, half orc, and orc riders, uh, all in sort of a, a cut of the uh, red coat uniform, but they're actually uh, red and blue with cavalry breastplates mm. and uh, short jackets rather than long coats. Uh, Seeing the red that you're wearing, they don't rush up to approach you necessarily, uh, but do uh, but do ride up at a uh, at a gentle trot. Um, as they do arrive, one moment. Uh, okay, so Celestia, slight hand check, please. Okay. Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice. Okay. Which is important, so that's good. Okay, so you would <laughs> yeah. hear... Um, so as they as they approach, the first thing you hear as they call out uh, just before they come into range is... Who goes there yonder? And just as they come into range, you hear over here the cavalry sergeant think... Why is this? Why is these three so far away from the camp? We'll just listen for the. Uh, let's just listen for the response to the challenge. Oh God, what do we say? No names or anything. I think with a natural twenty, you would hear. You then there's a bit of luck in there as well. Uh-huh. So you also hear uh, him. Uh, you also hear him think. Uh, uh, as they, uh, as your, as there's a moment of hesitation, you just hear him think, "Yeah, come on, salute the queen and let's get on with this." Do I know the salute to the queen? Um, sounds like. Uh, ooh, good question. Roll a history check. Um, oh god, um, that is um, a twelve. Oh, it's literally long live the queen. Oh, 
Long live the queen. Long live the queen. Long live the queen. The regent and her right. And you hear him think, ah, oh, good, yeah. Uh, uh, worried for a moment, says so they might be spies. Mm. Um, he does frown. Uh, Corporal. Mm-hmm. What are you doing out here? Uh, there are... We've been told to report back to the church. We were sent on a very brief running mission. Didn't need many people. Roll a deception check with advantage. Um, like, literally trying not to be too interesting, because I think mm. that's probably better. Deception. Yep. That's a 20, dirty. Thanks. Nods to that and... I turn on the, like, military. Yeah, you just Which stand. Celestia knows how to do, because she has that training. He nods, uh, thinking, ah, right. Yeah. Odds that they're not a group, that they wouldn't send a group of six out. I believe the other half of our group uh, is elsewhere. They should be meeting us back at the church shortly. Ah. Very good. And he gives you a quick salute, and they... Salute uh, back. Uh, and you. they canter on out. Well, that was alright, wasn't it? <laughs> well, that could have got worse. Yeah, it definitely could have been worse. I hadn't thought of a name or anything. Um, <laughs> Susan! Uh, you can't Susan. say Corporal Susan, can you? It needs a second name. Can you not? Corporal Susan White. Susan not a second name? No, no, Susan's definitely a first name, my darling. Oh, Susan White. Can't be there both. we go. Okay. The. Uh, you continue your approach the rain over the next 20 minutes the rain just gently thickens a little not enough that there's any that there's any damage to your ability to fire that will Mm. come tomorrow Uh, but you do begin uh, find yourselves approaching the outside of the camp so to give you a sense of how the camp is arranged at the very centre, you can see the dome of Saint. Uh, already forgot the name. Saint Juniper the Martyrs, uh, and what you think is, um, and the squat square building of the charnel house beside it. However, to even get there, you're going to need to bypass about a hundred and fifty, I believe. If I just double check this, yeah, what I believe is about hundred and fifty feet of tents and camp you can see that the camp is busy as well this is uh this is an active military camp there are hundreds of people here a mixture of humans orcs and halflings most alive but not all standing grimly uh muskets ready around the outside sometimes stood in place sometimes walking in patrol uh, always accompanied uh, always in red and black uniform uh sorry in black uniform and always accompanied by one living soldier in red and black wearing a distinctive uh embossed necklace there are patrols of skeletons the unlike the living members they do not rest they do not stop but many of the living members do rest and stop uh, and you can actually see that about 
two-thirds of this camp are just ordinary living people, some of whom are soldiers on alert, on patrol, many of whom are on their time off or are cleaning, washing their uniforms in washing baskets, uh, you know, cleaning their weaponry, that sort of thing. And there's also a bunch of people who aren't uni wearing uniforms who just seem to be essentially doing odd jobs, cooking food, and all the normal stuff. The army's support stuff. Camp followers. Camp followers, yes. Yeah. Uh, there is definitely a perimeter, though. Uh, although no... Although no um, wall has been erected, a, f a simple fence of poles and ropes uh, outline the perimeter to the camp, with, uh, with being patrolled by the patrols of the undead, and with four clear entrances uh, at which there are guard posts. Mm -hmm. um, each guard post has... I'll just take a moment here. There we go. Each good guard post has uh, about a yeah one unit of uh, of a dozen. Uh, these guard posts are living by the, uh, by and large, um, but also with at least one patrolling uh, reclamation corps squad nearby. In fact, one of the jobs that is happening, and you can actually see is a group of soldiers, coats off, who are uh, sitting and cleaning or sewing. And you can faintly hear what seems to be song from them. But we'll get back to them when you get a little bit further in. So, just so that my brain is on board... Mm -hmm. um, sorry, listeners, this tiny, tiny detail isn't that interesting, but um, you've given us a little picture well, you have not arrived the there church. yet. That this is in, is the in very front, centre. right? Okay, cool. Yes, that Lovely. is at the centre of this encampment. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to check that what I yep. thought were gravestones on the pictures weren't Are tents. indeed gravestones. Yeah, mm -hmm. cool, yes. lovely. Right. Uh, we'll get to that picture. <laughs> so yeah, you got. Uh, so yeah, at the very centre of all of this is that uh, is that churchyard. It's what Marjorie saw from the rift uh, from the sky. Uh, so I guess the question is, do you want to approach the road? Uh, by the road or over the uh, perimeter. I do. I would note that there are clearly delineated streets between these tents, including mm -hmm. streets that lead from the entrance directly to the churchyard. Mm -hmm. Are there points where there are already a lot of people in red going in? Uh, ooh, roll a luck check. See if you uh, uh, see if you if one coincides with the nine. Uh, not right now. You do see like one. Uh, you do see one squad entering, uh, one squad leaving through different exits. Uh -huh. One to the north, one to the south. Uh, the the four entrances arranged at compass points. But you've not. There's not currently a large troop going in and out. Are there any right. checks being done as they go in and out? Uh, yes, the troops being sent in appear to be being uh, stopped and some sort of exchange happening. But right. from a distance, you can't quite tell what. I mean, maybe. Perception check. Okay. If anyone else wants to join me, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Hell yeah. That's a nine. So Ooh, go. That's good, actually. Um, that's a 23 from me. Based on sight. Oh, actually, that's the point. Am I wearing the belt? You can't be wearing the belt. The belt would no, make you incredibly visible because you'd have okay. lifted twos everywhere. You can't have a normal yeah. 
like in which the case, uniform. That's, yeah. That is a mere 22. 22. Okay. 22 and 23, uh, you can see what appears to be a standard... Uh, uh, you, you, you can just faintly overhear uh, the same challenge as before. Like, where is yonder? Actually, sorry, they're wrong. <laughs> Who goes yonder? Won't live the queen! Yeah, the regent and her, uh, and her ride. Where are you going? Uh, we're, uh, uh, we're reporting out. Uh, there's... Uh, the grave diggers need a few extra hands. Well, they haven't got enough dead ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently there's uh, some troubles that they need a bit of extra assistance with. Uh, we'll be back in the... Uh, should be back in a few hours with some extra stiffs, you know? Yeah, yeah. They wave them past. And that's right, the group that's going out. that's a good out. excuse. Yeah, follow that lot. Yeah, fuck it. Well, that's what's you see, going out. And you see the we group, group The group in. coming in, you hear a similar exchange of like, of like, uh, who goes yonder? Long live the queen. Yeah, the region and her rights. What's your business? Ah, uh, we've, uh, we've got, uh, we've just been out to requisition supplies. We've got some wine to, br- uh, to bring back for the, uh, uh, for the commander. All right, okay. Through you go. Um, I'm going to say maybe we've just been out helping the grave diggers. Yeah, yeah, we've just done our shift on helping them. Yeah, now it's rest time. Mm. Makes it sense. would be really good if we could persuade one of the reclamation lot to give us a repeater and we could just... like, Could we take control? Because that would be a really good distraction. That would be really fun. That would be. Probably have to be a suggestion or a charm or both. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if you could charm one of them, could you convince them perhaps that you were there to relieve them and that they should give you yours? Or give, give you theirs, rather? It is worth Maybe. noting the Reclamation Corps have distinct uniforms to you. Okay. Uh, they have red and black uniforms. You have red swap uniforms. But that's, that's not going to work on a charm. They think you're a friend. That doesn't make them stupid. No, no, it doesn't. That'd be a big ask. The so you are you, you approaching the checkpoint? Yeah, let's get mm. in first yeah. and see okay. if we see what it, the lay of the land is. You head see what happens towards the checkpoint, and um, the dozen or so soldiers there. One of them looks like a it looks like a sergeant, basically a sergeant. Um, actually, it wouldn't be one of the sergeants. It'd just be one of the privates out front, kind of. Raises a hand. You can see they've all got the standard sort of musket and sidearm arrangement. Mm-hmm. Halt! Who goes yonder? Long live the Queen. Uh, we've the just... Regent in the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've just been out helping some grave diggers. We're just off shift. Corporal White. Uh, give me deception with advantage, please. Right, natural fucking 20, bitch. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Waves you through. Go on through. Uh, get yourselves w- washed up. Thank you. And as you are making your way through, you can see the chaos of the camp unfolding. There's a couple of things to draw your attention to. Uh, But the first thing is sound. So you can see a bunch of what seem to be a a mixture of off-duty reclamation corps soldiers and what appear to be like support staff uh, with various bodies pickling stitching or stripping and as is often the way they have a work song credit to andrew gnome uh, yes on twitter this. at gnome de barbarian um if you're 
on D&D Twitter, you might remember him. He did a wonderful thread about hippos and is an excellent human. So thank <laughs> you, you for this just, one. And yes. thank you for letting us use it. Yes, thank you. Um, as well, we appreciate it. And you you overhear the, the song. Oh, they found me in an abattoir. Reclamation. On the reclamations, they all sing. <laughs> they flash their coins saying, I go far. Reclamation call. A cast iron gut and a knight's sharp spade. And no threats to your life while you pry your trade. And the reclamation. Reclamation call. The troops we send, they don't complain. Reclamation. They work day and night through the wind and rain. Reclamation Corps. Sure, necromancy gets a bad rap, but tell me who else gets results like that but the Reclamation. Reclamation Corps. With peers like ours, no day is dull. Reclamation. Lord Crow, Lord Vulture, Lady Gull. Reclamation Corps. Your tithe is coming, don't you fret. Cue for eyes to the right and tongues to the left. That's Reclamation. Reclamation Corps. We'll stick the full version in a bonus content. Yay, yes, it's good. A wonderful song. Thank you, Andrew Name. We love Thank you. You. <laughs> um, you do... S- you also see uh, there are other troops of the living variety. Well, they're all of the living variety, but those uh, those not attached to the Reclamation Corps itself who are busy relaxing, drinking, and in one case, playing cards. And as you are stepping in, one of the uh, card players looks up and frowns. Wait a minute. And you see, uh, you see, um, sorry, this would be, <laughs> where should we? Wait a minute. You see a blonde human uh, man in a red coat, looks like a uh, private, um, with a scar on his lip. Look up and clock the three of you. Bernardo! Which one of these is he looking at? Uh, he appears to be looking at Corzin. Bernardo! Bernardo! You're alive! That's right. Um, funny thing, actually, reports of my death have been sorely exaggerated. Deception check with advantage. <laughs> Can I give him inspiration? Or is it too late? Uh, I think you might have. Yeah, you could give him inspiration for the next thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's still not very good. Okay. Deception. Oh, God, that's five. Five. There's wow. a frown. When he starts frowning, I want to cast Charm Person. <laughs> okay, slight of hand check. Yep. God Against the collective it. passive perception of the, of the camp. Um, that is... Um, well, that's not bad, actually. It's a 15. Does it look like it's about to work, or does it feel like it's about to fail? You're not right next... So, fortunately, at this particular moment, the perimeter guard are looking outwards. Mm-hmm. So, Scamp, I guess you get the feeling that something is sliding by by the skin of its teeth. Oh. <laughs> um, but you do see Bernardo's frown relax a little. Damn it, man! We thought you was a gunner after the uh, initial after that initial shot attack. Hey, come over, come over, everybody! Meet Bernardo Buttercutter! Uh, I'm sorry, we've been given some business. No, 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 no. I can't. I I love you, man. We can't. Like, come over here. Play some cards. No, I I wish I could, but I've I've honestly, I've 
only just got back from the front. I need to get some food inside me and my head oh, down. Yeah, it's very tiring we, so, having nine lives like this, man. Uh, hey, we've got some, like, we've got food here. We, we've got a, <laughs> we've got drink. Like, That's anything for my man Bernardo. All right, I'll uh, be Come with on, you Barney. as I've been debriefed. I have got orders to um, report to the captain. Deception otherwise, advantage. <laughs> otherwise, I'll be um, <laughs> uh, marked as uh, missing in action. Right. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's a four. Oh, what? With advantage. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a three and a four on the lo uh, last one, and a two and a three this time. This is so awkward. <laughs> you see, uh, overhearing the uh, overhearing what's happening, uh, you see some of the um, another couple of the players look up, including uh, what appears to be a, a, an older sort of overweight uh, half-orc uh, sergeant um, with quite a thick not quite unibrow thick but thick black brows and she uh, looks up and frowns hey Let's see this private uh, butter uh, private butter cutter yeah yeah <laughs> which unit are you this <laughs> Yeah, you blink inspiration. Yeah. You've got a T10. <laughs> which is, okay, is there any indication on our uniforms which uh, unit I'm in? Uh, ooh, roll a history check because it's whether you can trans uh, you can translate it. Oh, God, I mean, how quickly okay, can I get a spell in? 15. 15. Uh, uh, okay, 15 is you don't quite recognize the... So there's good news and bad news. Um, the bad news is uh, this: your uniform doesn't have a regimental insignia on. The good news is you're not sure you'd know the regimental insignia if it did, uh, but you know that your unit is likely to be assigned a number from 1 to 12, and you know that an 11 and 12 are cavalry units. Right, so it can't be those. Right. Yeah. Um, have, I, have I got time to get a spell off? Uh, I'll say in this split second you can just about manage one, yeah. I want to read her mind. I can't think of anything else to help. Okay. Uh, slight hand check. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I've got natural answer, 20! Yeah. yeah. Oh. 20? Yep, natural okay. 20. Okay, no one notices it. Uh, what does... Uh, so as Corson is taking a moment to hold you, you hear her think. Sat accent. So that's mid-mirish. Something's wrong. Clocking us. I've messaged to the other two. You just um, yeah. You where is your where is your message stone right now? Uh, well, your message um, like do we have hats? Thing. You have hats. It's up in your yeah. Hat. So, yeah <laughs> this, you, you just I've reach been up and a hat. yeah yeah. You reach up and you I like scratch, scratch your, head, your yeah. forehead and yeah. <laughs> it's becoming That's a problem. Uh, Force regiment of the foot. Okay, there's a nod. Your accent, your Wendish. Uh, well, my father was Wendish, although um, my mother was from. Uh, and of course, I wouldn't know this, so I'm just going to roll randomly. <laughs> Brighthall. 
Barnardo, you say? Uh, yeah, Barney's the best. Love the man. Sit down, play some cards. That's an order. All three of you, you're welcome to the table. Oh, thank you very much. I'm not this, much this, of a player, uh, but I'll watch. Rank insignia show her to be? Uh, she appears to be a sergeant. Sergeant. So she outranks all three of you. Okay. Not technically your unit, so there's like some debate about chain of command here, but... Alright, oh. but the uh, captain's not going to be happy about this. She friends for a moment. Gonna message to, I'm going to message to the LG. I think we should go with it. I don't think we're going to get away with not going with it. Yep, I, I do sit down. She sits. I will make that comment. Sits down and you th- and you hear her think. Let's just do a simple fourth with the foot, was it? Right, let's do a simple test and see. And see. Message to him, she's going to ask you some questions. I'm going to give you the answers out of her head. I'm sure I can sort things out with Captain Hammer. You hear, you, you just hear that sense that Hammer is a lie. <laughs> Not the captain's name. <laughs> Captain who? She nods. Sorry, she must have... Uh, ha, that's just... Uh, you might call it a bit of a nickname for the captain. And then you, Although you do hear her think... Not that uh, one would ever call Captain Forsyth a hammer. Captain Forsyth. Is that because he was part of the engineering corps or something? It's uh, more of a comment on his uh, sexual uh, proclivity, if I understand uh, what, the, some of, uh, what some of the camp followers have said. I think it's my business never to ask questions about a superior officer's uh, uh, sexual conquests. I want to hear what you say. Whereas I am very curious. Captain Forsyth, that's what they call them. (laughs) You hear uh, hear her think, yeah, I've heard he's, like, if he, yes, that's what he, if the camp followers didn't say that he's about as limp as, well, anyway. Yeah, I've heard things about him being limp, so I really shouldn't say that out loud. (laughs) You, You should not. Sorry, it's been a long day. Long for all of us. They uh, deal them in some cards. Uh, the your What's the game they're playing. Uh, so the uh, so they are for the sake of my sa- sanity. I'm going to say they are playing poker. So just either luck or deception checks uh, for a round. I've got no money. I've got <laughs> slightly more deception than I have luck. <laughs> <laughs> So what what would Scamp's rank be? I would actually uh, know. Scamp, Scamp and Bona- and Private Bernardo Buttercutter are both privates. Um, so they are private. Well. I'll spot you. I know you spent all your money in the in the bar the other night. Thank you. Much obliged, Corporal. There's there is a tense uh, round as the sergeant continues to grill you gently. I will. I will cast again if I need to. Oh, yeah. So, just so let this me is going to happen within the course of the minute. Mm-hmm. What is it that Captain Forsyth sent you out for, Zen? Do you I sense, hear anything? You sense that she doesn't. This isn't a particular trap. She's just listening for the answer. Oh, we're out helping some of the grave diggers. Apparently, they need extra pairs of hands. She frowns. You sent. You feel her next question doesn't come from a trap. It's just something that she is genuinely puzzled by. Like, 
vault as the stiffs not doing it? They run into some things they couldn't handle? We were kind of on the edge of it all. I got the impression that they were struggling with something, but we didn't get all the information. We were just told to start digging. We just did the sort of normal, everyday digging up ones. Yeah, got the impression that maybe they'd sent some people elsewhere and they needed us there. Not entirely sure. The private, who I don't think he has actually given his name yet, um, uh, but who is Barney's friend, nods enthusiastically. Yeah, I heard they're really uh, sending everyone afield now that they're onto the second batch. Private Manvering. Sorry. You hear the thought of... uh, The thought of... Loose lips and sunken ships and all that. Yeah, well, you know, we're just um, uh, lowly privates. They don't tell us anything. Yeah, I think they're trying to reduce the spread of information. That is for the best. I was told to know as little as possible, to be honest. I'm very good at that. You are very good at that. The There is a... I'm just going to roll it. So, can I actually ask everyone to roll their deception or luck checks for the pack again, please? Uh, yeah, I rolled mine. It's a 12. Yep. 12. <laughs> um, that is... I did... 23. 5. Okay. I rolled luck. I don't think my brain's on the poker. considering reading people's thoughts uh, and messaging to the other two yeah scamp you win you win the round and take three gold uh, three silver pieces (laughs) there there you go you've made up your shortfall drinks on you private this is all my money in the world that's a fine sidearm you have there uh, corporal white was it yes where'd you get that she nods to your rapier the handle is covered, but it's still a rapier. Do I know a battle that these people would have recently had? Uh, this one, the initial uh, fight to take this uh, to take the shores, would be would be the clue. What would the be the one. name for like, How would I describe uh, that? The, I really don't know. Uh, so the private who's spoken to you, Private Manwaring, described it as the initial attack on the shores. The initial attack. Someone had a fancy one. Mine got uh, damaged, so I thought I'd better pick up a new one. Hope that's okay. Didn't want to remain unarmed. Small Haven't managed to replace it since. You sense that she accepts this. They'll make sure you know how to use it. It's di- you need to use uh, different fighting styles and with uh, standard sabers. Yeah, it's taken some getting used to, I can tell you. Another round? Sure. Okay. She'll sure. in again. There is a uh, scent. You hear her think. You hear her thinking. Hmm. Maybe I'm just a bit paranoid. Let's just check. So she immediately looks to Scamp. What's your name, Private? Um, I like the name Peter. Roll a deception check. Uh, 13. You get advantage. With advantage. Oh, that... with advantage. Yeah, because yeah, you're, you're under disguise, which does help. Uh, 16. Not great. 16. I have to roll an insight check to see that one. It's not a terrible name, she thinks. Ah. 
wonder what their original name was. Must have been something like Humperdinck or equally embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> I've, I go by Heza myself. Heza, but uh, you may call me Sergeant Bruns. Both excellent names. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Everyone roll another luck or deception check. <laughs> luck. Celestia's entire brain is elsewhere. 16. 20-20. She seems mollified about about the point when your spell ends. That's it, yeah. And there's a gentle tapping of fingers. Bloody hell, I've lost again. Not doing well today. Regent's not with me. Actually, uh, Sydney wins. <laughs> so, uh, everyone except Scamp, you, you lose one of your silver pieces. Everyone else loses a silver piece. Yeah. Uh, two silver pieces for this. this over. Uh, and yes, man wearing um, kind of says, like, Hey, this is my clearly my lucky day. One of the others. And one of the other soldiers goes, yeah, Don't lose your head on, the, uh, on it, Sydney. What? It's a great day. My my best buds come come back from the dead. You know, everything's great. Drinks on you in the mess, then. Yeah, yeah. The you see the sergeant look up and does a round. Sure. Okay. You take another round. When she looks away, I want to try and cast again. Okay, another slight hand check. This is going to stop working she soon. But I'm so worried about her asking questions that I think it's worth it. Mm. Oh. I've I've fucked it, team. What have you rolled? Guess. Is it a one? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> no. This is the end. I fucked us. Okay. I just got so worried about her asking questions that I just I we should have just left after that round. <laughs> I thought if we I didn't think we could get away with all three of us leaving. We'd stayed for a couple of hands. I think that was the time. Oh well. Oh, prison break episode. <laughs> and it's about that point that you see that as she's looking down, she looks up. I feel like Celestia's brain is in so many places that she just and fumbles. sees the moment you flick your hand and cast. Everyone, roll initiative. Mm. Oh no. Thirteen. Oh, I was really Seven. hoping somebody would get high. Um, that is I, 13 as well. Um, causing goes first. I can't um, inspiration to initiative, can I? Don't think so. Don't think so. No. Uh, okay. You can add something else, though, which might be really important. <sighs> With a one, there's a chance that that Sydney saw it, so I'll roll him into the initiative as well. Okay. Causing. You notice this moment happening. Okay. Um, so you notice the moment where the sergeant looks up from counting her chips, spots and just clocks Celestia's fingers and looks up, uh, about to open her mouth. You can see Celestia reacting a, like a fraction of a second after she's you. She's still like just cast a spell. Yeah, that's just cast a spell. Yeah. But there's a moment where the three of you all clock this happening. You have beat... You have beaten the sergeant's initiative. Yeah, all a right. Chance. So uh, we're all sat around like a table right now. Yep. Right. I am 
And how many people are sat around the table? There's the three of us. Uh, there's the, the three of you. There's the our best Sid- friend. Uh, <laughs> your best friend, Sydney, and three other soldiers. And is there anyone else in the general vicinity? Uh, you are surrounded by a camp, but in terms of people who are right here, there's this lot. Across the on the other side of the road, there's the singing circle of the Reclamation Corps, and a little bit further away, there's the Perimeter Guard. Uh, but in terms of immediate witnesses to this moment, before things get loud, that's everyone. Silence. Okay. Well, I'm uh, silence. On on, uh, on who? We can't do anything if you drop silence. On the side of the table that has them on and not us. Okay. Ooh, okay. We still uh, can't damage them if they. I can't. need you to roll a luck check for for distribution of bodies, please. Okay. Mainly, uh, so long as I get the sergeant. Are we in a tent? Oh, yeah. trusty, but... uh, you are no. This is uh, you are kind of like underneath a tent where the fronts have been opened up. So you're, I'll say that you're blocked off on like three sides, but open on the front. Okay. Was that um, luck check? That's an eight. Okay. You can get. You've basically got a bit of a game here. I'm going to say with that with that luck check, you can get the sergeant and not Celestia, but you will get yourself and Scamp. Damn. I just... Charm doesn't require the target to hear you, does it? No. Okay, that's good. Suggestion does. Yeah. Can I do it so that I just get the sergeant? That is like, uh, uh, you can get the sergeant, and I'll say maybe yeah, but that is going to require you to angle it so that a lot of it is going to be outside of the tent, like through the tent wall. Yeah, then we will have okay. people walking through a silence, which is a problem. Like down the path, they yeah. will walk into a silence. I'm just thinking split second decision. Um, she's about to yell out and uh, reveal. I, us. I get it. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... You can basically hit everyone except Celestia, or, I guess, like, half the table, including Celestia and Scamp, or just the sergeant, but the, but the, the radius will extend outside of the tent. I'm gonna say uh, just the sergeant, as she is the one who, uh, it seemingly is the only person who noticed that up to this point. Okay, split-second decision. Slight hand check, please. Slight of hand. Okay. Never mind then. Uh, that's going to be. Oh, it's, it's, this is nine. I'm going to add an inspiration to that. Yes! You have an inspiration! Yes, yeah, do ten now. Yes! Okay, that's a ten, so it's nineteen. Okay. Under the table, very much Han Solo style. <laughs> You, the, you, you flick your fingers and the ambivalent octopus flies underneath, comes up and just wraps around the sergeant's mouth over, with one of the tentacles. The rest like splay out, extending the rest of the silence field. Okay, the sergeant, S- sergeant Bruns is gagged. Uh, s- anything else you want to do? You can move, bonus action before Celestia, but... Uh, that is an action... Okay, I'm, go- I'm gonna... S- Stand up, um, yeah. and I'm gonna s- just step away from the uh, uh, the table and say, "Look, uh, I don't know what you're trying to accuse me of here." She hasn't accused you of anything yet, mate. Yeah. 
like seriously she i'm just going to throw yeah. that out yeah. there yeah. she's yeah. not yeah. said she's not anything. Of she's, this is the moment where she's just right. realized that spells being cast all right um I'm, I'm just gonna i'm not uh, trying to like metagame but i just yeah, no, i think no, you maybe right, remembered right, something right, that hasn't right. been yeah. said <laughs> yeah i'm i'm just gonna stand up and um uh step away from the uh, table and put my cards down Right. At the same moment as Sydney is looking up to like say like oh you're not gonna finish your round, Celestia. I literally have nothing. You hear you do you see the octopus into place and uh-huh. you hear a slight change in the sound quality which you which you know to be a, a silent spell. I can't do anything if she can't hear me. I mean if you wanna pull her out of the field for a moment. Can I? I'll, uh, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you if you just, I mean, I don't, I'm going to bend the rules for a moment, because it's a tense moment, and let you do a bonus action athletics check to just pull her, like, uh, an inch forwards. Okay, give me a minute, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, what is, is there anything near her? (sighs) I don't, I don't know how to do this at all. It's alright. Um. What do you have in mind? I'm wondering if there's a large amount of something near her that I could suggest to her that she quietly count. Uh, yep, yeah, sure. There are a bunch of uh, tokens, like chips on the table. Chips yeah. on the table. Like how many? Uh, like probably about, in- including everyone's, these poker chips, yeah. like close to 200. Mm-hmm. Can you suggest they count multiple times? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. actually, yeah. sure, I could. Like that's otherwise there's uh there's tents uh there's oh like at that point you're into just like people walking past that sort of thing mm-hmm. um in terms of if you want a single thing that's most numerous okay chips If I make her count them out loud and continuously, she probably can't say anything else. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try and... Cool. Just give me a simple athletics check to just pull her forwards for a moment and then push her back. Yeah. Um, that's actually not terrible. Um, that's a 17. Okay, yeah. She really flubbed her own athletics check. Awesome. So you pull her out of the, the silence for a moment as if you're... And t- to everyone else, it looks as if like you're t- you're taking issue with her and just like slightly acting above rank, but like giving her a whisper in the ear. Yeah. Um, so... I'm just going to say to her... I'd like you to count those chips ten times out loud continuously. Okay. My spell save is an 18. 18. Yeah. Scamp, you're getting that tingling feeling. Okay, mm. I will I will do a thing. Take four from that. Whatever. There's a moment they are old. Where you see that she's about to 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 shout and then her throat constricts and as you pull her back in push her back into the silence for a moment she blinks looks down picks up a chip and you see her mouth one two three she just starts counting them frowning but unable to stop Mm -hmm. if i see this i may drop the silence so that the 
Okay, yeah. The moment you see this happening, then you just the yeah. ambivalent octopus catches your look and retracts. And you just hear a moment. There's a brief moment of silence, and then she four, five, six, seven. Uh, I quickly message through the stones. I've got her, but we need to deal with the other guy. Hey, uh, Sergeant. Everything all right? Eleven, twelve. Yeah, there's um, there's apparently been a uh, a spate of um, uh, cheating going on. I think that uh, some people have been uh, stealing chips. Yeah, they need counting carefully just to make sure they're all there. Yeah, there's um, supposed to be a certain number in each. Um, uh, are we still? In, are we still in deception <laughs> check? Um, but it is with advantage because you're being helped. But yeah. causing you led that. Let me lie, damn it! I have a like... plus ten. <laughs> so... Okay, so I'm Oops, ro- rolling the deception. Yes. Well, one of those was a natural one, so lucky. <laughs> okay. Um, deception. That other good. That did. That's an eight. Can I push that? I don't know. If I got a reaction back, has it You've got a reaction turn? back. It's the same as the next round. Plus three to that. So we push it over ten at least. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm just rolling for the other people at the table because, frankly, uh, <laughs> Sydney's going to believe you no matter what. Um, but the uh, as you... You're, as you're saying this, it's starting to sound kind of unbelievable. And then, uh, as you stand, uh, like you're in the process of standing up, like as you were just said you were before, and you kind of nudge the table back, and some of the count of, of the tokens hit the floor, and you just hear just a, a growl of frustration from the side. Ah! I have to start over. Picks them up, starts going <laughs> one, two. Uh, oh, the, this is distracting yeah. enough that the other people don't pay too much attention okay. to what you're saying. Good, I can drop that second lie I was about to attempt. No. <laughs> um, Sydney, why don't you walk with us for a bit? Um, uh, we're gonna do with some fresh air. I think the game's on hold for a bit I until this I've is ha- sorted. I've yeah, that seems cards. reasonable. Okay. <laughs> Sydney How about up. we have a good old look around and catch up? Sounds great. Sydney gets up and starts uh, cheerfully wandering after, uh, walking up with you. So, uh, where is it uh, you're supposed to report again? Uh, back to Captain Forsyth? Uh, no, we just had to say that in front of the sergeant. We want to go to the Chardel House. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, right up there. I'll uh, walk with you. No problem. Um, Thank you. Okay. Slits so just sweating in the background. Mm-hmm. This whole process took up time oh yeah you are now at you it has now been let's see it took you 20 minutes to get here you are now at 30 minutes left of your of your of your spell of your faces you've still got a lot of time right now Hmm. the but as you are walking up the straight path Someone else comes into uh, uh, comes into play as you see an enraged half-orc woman uh, in a dress 
uh, sto- seem to spot you, storm up and shout, <coughs> Cheswell! Sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, it is Cheswell. Cheswell! Cheswell, you son of a bitch! If you think you're gonna dodge payment just because we thought you was all dead! <laughs> uh, pointing at Scamp. I'm just gonna message to them. Darling, I'm concentrating on her counting things. I can't read thoughts. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I give them inspiration. <laughs> um, and start, and you see this this woman just starts charging up towards Scamp, uh, drawing everyone's attention, by the way, because she is being loud um, uh, and demanding. Okay, where's my um, silver? Oh, can I just, can I burst into tears and just yeah. like, hug her? I never thought I'd see you again. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Roll a deception check with advantage. 26. 26. She, wow. you, you hug her, she's like, puts her hands up a little bit like, uncomfortable. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not me who's, I mean, I'm pissed off. Vincenzo? Vincenzo's the really angry one. You see, I understand. How much did I owe? It's all a blur. Yes, <laughs> forty-three silver shillings. Are you never? Are you never visiting my brothel again? <laughs> Do you have any money? You have, I have two, two silver, silver shillings. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you see a, you see a somewhat scantily dressed uh, male orc. <laughs> Actually, no. This would be. Um, uh, uh, I think it's going to be a male half elf. Can uh, I? Can I just try and sleight of hand them my purse? Wiggle their fingers. Yeah, just Let roll that hand check. Um, you, you've, you've got my purse, haven't you? Yeah, uh, you can just hand it. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, here is how much was it? Forty-three. Forty-three. Yeah. Here is fifty silver, and I will be round tonight to apologise. You can apologise right now, Vincenzo. Vincenzo, I apologise. <laughs> Cray, it has been. I thought they told. They thought you were dead. What happened to you, Cray? I, I can't. I can't talk about it. The details are, are, are beyond me at this moment. <laughs> you played with my heart as much as my body. <laughs> you own my heart. Uh, roll. A charisma fucking saving throw. I've I've I finally got a chance to dis- yep, yep, yep. To, to use one of these. Fourteen. I um, should have tied that. Yeah. You, you have inspiration. Can you add inspiration to saves? I can't remember. Uh, you can. You can. You can. <laughs> yeah. You got a d10. That's a twenty-two. You fight back the bitter taste in your mouth. Congratulations, you're down to four truths remaining and are able to <laughs> falsely claim <laughs> Vincenzo has your heart as opposed to actually just saying you mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that would have been so mean. So funny though. Vincenzo wraps you in a, in a, in a stout embrace. <laughs> that would Tonight, be horrible, but you could have said that we've never met before, which is also true. <laughs> so, so tonight, I must, I must take care of some business. It would be unprofessional to do anything else. <laughs> of course. <sighs> As Vincenzo puts her, like the back of his hand to his forehead, dr- flouncing dramatically. <laughs> 
Celestia is vibrating in the background, trying not to laugh. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney's like cheerfully bemused by all of this. Like, wow, uh, Barney, I, I didn't realize your friend uh, Cray there was, uh, you know, was uh, so popular, or at least, you know, so willing to uh, exchange silver for popularity. Oh, where do you think all their silver went? Mm, I see. Yeah, I mean, didn't you say your name was Peter? Oh, I, no, that's just a name I use when I play cards. It's an alias. It helps uh, <laughs> keep the debts under wraps. Bonnie, sorry, no, Sydney, being charmed, not, and goes along with this. <laughs> <laughs> I love our friend Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You continue walking. Okay, you get... I'm going to say that you get a little bit... Uh, I'm not going to bring you in right at the gate. So I'm going to give you... So I'm going to say you You find yourself within uh, proper sight of the... Um, of the chapel and the charnel. So you're approaching... I'm going to say that you're approaching from the south. Uh, so you went in through that entrance... You can see the chapel up ahead. Uh, it is, as described, a broadly sort of T-shaped, uh, a slightly T-shaped building with a large central square portion with a uh, with a dome on the top of it, and three little uh, sections which jut outwards. Uh, you can see there are side doors on those two on two of the sections leading east and west, and a pair of double doors leading south. The double doors uh, and the doors to and the door on me to the west both lead out uh, of the sort of chapel cemetery compound. The chapel doors to the east lead into the churchyard. The churchyard itself is encircled by a stone and iron railing wall. So there are stone walls that Corzin cannot see over, but. Um, Celestia just about can because at that point the stone wall gives way to spiked railings. Now, within that uh, churchyard, there are a number of gravestones and a number of what appear to be, Celestia, you can just make out from the far ones, uh, dug graves. Uh, you could, uh, or rather, recently dug up graves. There is a to get uh, the main entryway into the churchyard is through a pair of uh, of solid sort of wrought iron gates uh, to the south that lead onto a path which goes straight uh, north past the east door into the chapel and then goes uh, uh, goes eastwards on a little ninety degree turn leading to the charnel house which is a tall square brick building with a pair of double doors currently closed leading into them. Now you can easily see that there are guard, that there are guards here <clears throat> as mentioned before. There are let's see. There are six guards on uh, these are all living guards at the moment on the around the front entrance to the chapel. Sorry actually no there's four guards on the front entrance to the chapel. There's two guards on the south, uh, on the entrance, uh, the wrought iron doors to the churchyard. 
which is well within sight of the guards on the front doors of the chapel as well. There are four guards on the west entrance to the chapel and a couple of guards on the east entrance. You can There are less guards on that entrance because patrolling around the pathway uh, leading between the chapel and the charnel house is a resurrectionist, is a reclamation squad consisting of one living soldier and a dozen uh, skeletons in black uniforms with muskets. And I think also cutlasses. You are, I'm going to say like, easily 30, 30-40 uh, feet or more away from any edge of this at the point when we're discussing this. Okay, is there an indication that the chapel is still being used as a chapel, like for its original purpose? Hmm. Good point. I would say that you do uh, you do notice that there are actually, good thing you asked me that. Causen and Celestia, you can notice a couple of things. First of all, you do notice a few sort of animal-like spirits fluttering still around the chapel. There are, of course, more spirits than usual in this whole area because there's a lot of people. But what stands out is what seems to you like a dark, almost like a cloud above the charnel house. As dozens, scores, maybe maybe over a hundred black, shadowy flips of darkness are circling around the charnel house roof, sometimes just going straight through the down through the masonry and into it. That's not right. Like mm. vultures waiting. That's very nasty. I say it's over message stones. A point where the patrolling reclamation living soldier is within 30 feet of the two on the gate for the most part actually the re- the living reclamation soldier remains close to the little uh, 90 degree turn uh, in between the charnel house and the chapel where they can get a good sort of 360 degree view of the entire churchyard the it's the skeletons that are doing the walking along to and forth along the path now how long's the gap between uh fairly long so if you were at if you were right at the front gate uh it would be like i feel i should mention like that this is a, a, the, the dimensions here the whole churchyard is about a hundred foot deep and close to say close to about 150 foot wide so the so they are uh, so if you're standing at the gate the living reclamation soldier would be at least it would be 50 feet from at least 50 feet from the gate and at least 50 feet from any wall okay um i've got a thought mm-hmm I say through the stones so that our new friend does not hear. I think we can we can say that anything our friend shouldn't hear is through the stones. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, if we can get the two on the gates charm to let us through. Mm-hmm. Once we're at the gate, I could catch the reclamation with a charm. 
hopefully. Yes, um, that could work. And if we can get that person to come into the channel else with us, we might be able to get the thing off. Oh, that's um, very true. Just give them a little shove into the pit. Okay, so in this scenario, who would be charming who? Um, I don't know what your range is on charm. I think it's slightly shorter than mine. Uh, I can do... Let me have a look. I can do 30 feet. But I, I can, can do... do 60. Of course you can. You can do long spells, can't you? Yeah, takes a bit more effort, but I could do it. Mm-hmm. Sydney just starts whistling. <laughs> That's a lovely tune, Sydney. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so do you... Who do you want to charm? I'll get the reclamation person once we've talked to... The, once we're talking to the ones at the gate. Okay. Or um, I'll try what to. If, what if we can get through without a charm? Well, even if we can, once we're in, that person's going to want to talk to us, and that feels like it is going to need a charm. I'm sorry, out charms... of character, you've lost me. Well, <laughs> so, there's so some, sorry. There are guards. If we can get through the front, first guards without a charm, there is still the reclamation corps person right Oh yeah, behind no, them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then that's going to take more persuading. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially to get them to accompany us to a pit full of undead that we can push them in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say to... Sydney, there hasn't been a, any change since uh, we were last here. We are uh, still authorised to be here, aren't we? I mean, no. I, I mean, I don't know what you're... Uh, like, uh, I don't know if you've gotten new clearance, but uh, it's uh, that only the only people who've been assigned specially to the doctors uh, can go in there. Well, we've just been helping them uh, dig up bodies. We've literally just come back from doing that. Surely it would be uh, uh, appropriate for us to go and report to them, right? Hey, I don't know. Uh, all I know is uh, we is uh, I haven't been given clearance to go in. Is there any sort of marking that people with clearance had that we should be showing? Because I'm sure we've got the clearance. We just don't know how to show it. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, Ugh, is there I anything particular that would make people report to the doctor? Like, what kinds of people report to the doctors? You know everything. Uh... I guess uh, someone who'd been sent out for stuff that they needed, maybe? Or like okay. uh, someone who was uh, working, like deliveries sometimes, uh, but like, you know, you'd you'd have some stiffs for that. So maybe we've got a message from the people working at the gravesite, but like a verbal message. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and we've been told to report to the charnel house with it. That works. This probably will take a charm, but that's fine because it's not concentration. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I guess I'll do the door. You do the other one. Yeah. Right. Let's do it when we're a little bit of a way mm-hmm. so that there's less chance of being spotted. No, definitely. I Let's agree. look look busy somewhere else. I will do my best to distract Sydney with conversation while this happens. Okay. <laughs> Sparkling conversation so, with Sydney. <laughs> Causin, you're off to one side, like talking with Sydney. Uh, with, with Sydney, he's like, Yeah, yeah. I, uh. I gotta say, you sound a little different to, uh, to last time we spoke. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's the, um, uh, the smoke inhalation. There's probably something in the gunpowder. I know, like, your accent, like, your voice used to be so much higher. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, uh, I- I'm-, I'm probably gonna have to see the doctor about that at some point, but it- yeah. at least it uh, hasn't, um, stopped me from being able to, uh, walk there, and talk. Is there I anyone mean, nearby eating? Uh, 
So, ooh, people who are nearby and eating. So, none, nobody who's on who's on duty on patrol uh, is yeah. eating, but there are just soldiers having their break. Um, some of whom there are there are there is sort of a mess tent a little bit further away, and there are some soldiers from who Marjorie just Marjorie like... to go and bother. <laughs> That's a good point. Marjorie, I guess, has been just flying overhead this whole time, just like being a pigeon. to place hasn't really drawn much attention because just being a pigeon. So yeah, Marjorie, uh, I'll say that there's a there's a soldier. We should have made Marjorie a pug. Nothing's just... more distracting than a pug. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, well. is. Oh, actually, if it's yeah, I mean, under the circumstance, sure, why not? Uh, don't know where they managed to get them. Maybe they maybe they made friends with uh, the friends with the with with the galley staff, or like you know, with the, with the mess hall staff or whatever. But there is someone having a small bowl of chips. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Marjorie, go get some chips. Go get some chips, Marjorie. Oi! Hey! Get, get off! Get off! Now's a good time for a charm. Uh, yeah, I do one on the two. Okay, so um, it's actually third level. Okay. Because I don't have a second level, so I mean, if there is like someone else uh, hanging I mean, about, you could who would be hit useful? One of the other door staff, like door staff on the main uh, uh, guards on the main door, if you wanted. Yeah, why not, sure. you know? Okay, like, if I'm so... doing a third level, I might as well get three people. Right, so I? this is as you approach. Now, this is... So, Charm makes them believe you are a trusted best friend. Mm-hmm. It will not change their nature, necessarily. Yeah. So, but it's worth bearing in mind. We have a decent excuse. Yeah. But... So, you, as, uh, as, as there is a distracting sort of... Going on, you approach within 30 feet... And that means you can do your... Because Marjorie is assisting you, you can do your sleight of hand with advantage. Thank you. Um, okay, that's a dirty 20. Okay. All right. And your save is 18 now, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Scamp, you get in that tingling feeling. Okay, I'll do the thing. Thank you. Oh, it's another four. Minus four from whatever yes. they rolled. Okay. The you so you see as one all three of them, the two at the guard at the at the gate and one of the four just seem to uh, on the other door seem to relax a little. And but as you approach, uh one of them does still look up, smiling. And put up a hand. Trying to worry. Once we're within fifty feet of the one, you need to get right sixty feet. Even you need to get sixty feet of the other one. Okay, sixty feet of the other one. That's my maximum range. And if the distraction's still going, I want to try and do the charm as we're approaching. Roll, roll an acrobatics check for Marjorie. (laughs) (laughs) See how long she can hold out. That's decent. Where's Marjorie gone? Under extras. Acrobatics. That is a seventeen. Okay, Marjorie gets the bowl of chips and like scatters them, like <laughs> and starts going after them, and the, uh, the poor soldiers like chasing after her, trying to regather their chips. Everyone's it's like, a, hey. it's a, there is a lot of hey going on. Yeah. It is very distracting. Um, okay, I will say then that yeah, the, the distraction does continue, so your own sleight of hand is with advantage. Uh, yeah, ten feet is pretty, is not that. It, it, it is about where they'd let you get to, so you, you're able to get up there. Roll your own sleight of hand track. Uh, 
22. Okay, yeah, you're a lot closer to people who are a lot more alert, but you cast that without being seen. Okay. Okay. Um, Does it take? You don't know, it's not concentration. Is there any sort of reaction? Can I read anything from them? Roll an insight check. They're far, they are 50 feet away. Yeah. Ooh, it's decent though. That's another 22. <laughs> Something I have proficiency in. You see them glance over towards the entrance. They don't draw their weapons or anything, but they seem interested in your approach. Okay. They do periodically keep looking around, though. They're not... Yeah, they're on guard. Yeah, they are on guard. <clears throat> okay. As you approach them, uh, Celestia... Yeah, and I actually, try and I look worried. All four of you approach, uh, unless causing you're keeping... Are you, uh, are you actually keeping... Uh, uh, why am I calling Sydney. Sydney? I keep calling him Stanley for some reason in my head. Yeah. Uh, back. Or are you approaching with the rest of them? Uh... If I see them moving, I'll say, oh, hold on a second. I think there's um, something I need to go and see to. Do you just oh. stay here for a moment? Oh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> oh, yeah, sure. So as you approach, uh, the, one of the two guards, smiling, pulls up. <clears throat> uh, I just need to check something. Halt! Uh, papers, general folk, before you go any further. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think I've left them back in the tent. Um, but we do have extreme extremely urgent business. We have an urgent message to report to the Charnel House uh, about some of the stiffs back at the Gravedigger site. We were told very firmly to deliver it verbally and straight to the Charnel House without stopping. The two... One of them, like, frowns a little bit. Uh, Listen, if you leave the message uh, with us, we can get someone to take it in. I'm afraid you don't have clearance to go inside. It's a verbal message. It is it's a verbal message. It's not something message. we can say out loud to anyone else. Keller's talk sinks ships or something like that? Okay, uh, which, uh, which doctor are you delivering the message to? We can, bring them, we can have them come out? I just <laughs> a message to a message says help. Roll <laughs> no, of any, uh, anyone uh, can roll an insight check. Mm-hmm. Uh, insight, okay. Yeah. Uh, you have actually been given the names of some of the doctors previously. Oh, have yes, we? Actually, yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember them. Philippe mentioned them. I don't know if any of you wrote them down. Yes, I did actually. Um, yeah. uh, Doctor Higgs. They nod, smiling at that. Uh, but yeah, anyone who wants to roll an insight check. Uh, Eleven, not great. I will. Um, Mine was... 11 as well, actually. I'm not going to lie, I have two dice here and I can't remember which one just I just rolled, it. so I'm going to roll it again. They're, they're both similar rolls, yeah. so it makes no difference, but like... Uh, 10. Okay. You <laughs> glean their additional information, but they they nod uh, and call over to the chapel, uh, to the chapel doors. Um, <clears throat> hey, uh, Alan! Would you mind going in and uh, telling uh, Dr. Well, Higgs that we've got uh, someone with a direct message for them? It's not really a message that should be said outside the confines of somewhere a little more private. You know how it is? Yeah, that's fine. The uh, doctor will come and uh, arrange things. They've uh, got this sort of like uh, messagey type spell. It's pretty Wildly. secure, as I understand. 
nifty. Yeah, yeah. I hope that could be intercepted, can't it? Yeah. I've seen that intercepted. Well, that's... Huh. I mean, I don't know. This is beyond my... information. We were told to go to the Charmer house and say it. This is about tomorrow. You know what tomorrow is. We can't risk messing that up. I do worry about flouting orders here. Uh, it's it's quite heavy stuff. Roll. Oh, I, uh, I mean, at this point, I think they believe who they might believe who you are, but this is a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Fucking natural fucking twenty yes. that I don't deserve. <laughs> This is an interesting one because you have definitely failed something. So, but natural twenty is a natural twenty. It also doesn't mean like automatic success. It's like it's it's up to no, you. No, no. You know? uh, it's it, I'm given, but but it's given something you have failed that were they not charmed, they would immediately have reported you for. Mm-hmm. Is oh, this no. persuasive enough to uh, to to get them to make an exception for you with the with the charm already in place? You hear them look at the the two of them look over to each other. I mean, we are supposed to wait for the ch- uh, for the challenge confirmation. Yeah, I know, but that do we know them? I feel like we know them. Yeah, yeah, we've we've met them at the uh, thing, haven't we? Yeah. Well, yeah, we can trust them, but all right. I mean, if uh, anyone asks, we just just say we did it. That's uh, then everyone's covered. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, listen, uh, Doctor... Yeah, I mean, we've definitely met before. Yeah. Okay, Corzin, roll a luck check. Okay. Because you said the name Dr. Higgs. Four. Oh, no. Yeah, Doc, uh, you know what? It's fine. Um, Dr. Higgs is in the chapel. So, uh, uh, listen, guys, do you want to, uh, do you want to get them in to see Dr. Higgs directly? Like, I don't want to be picky, but they, we were told the Charnel House. Like, you, I think it's a specific thing. Could, is there a way you could get Higgs to meet us in there? Hmm. Now I need a deception check from you. This is not with advantage. It's not because your your disguise wouldn't yeah. make a difference. Yeah, here. You're, you're just trying to get in areas uh, you have no twenty six. Twenty six. <laughs> this is one of the few skills I'm really good at. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, well, if that's the orders, uh, Alan, just uh, tell Higgs that they're that they're going straight to the tunnel house, and uh, they'll meet her there as per instructions. Okay. They nod. Alan nods. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you folks, just keep an eye out. Okay. I'll go talk to the uh, to the doctor. Well, I love right. this person. Opens the door, Alan goes inside. <laughs> That's an excellent voice. I want to um, talk to Alan for hours. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guards, the two guards, unlocks the door uh, and opens it. You see the uh, on the path halfway along, the um, the reclamation sergeant gives you a nod. Okay, so you stepping through the two doors. Uh, through the, through the through the iron gates as they are opened up, you are at uh, on a, at the front of a little path. Halfway along that path is a door which leads into the um, into the chapel. Continues along 
turns at a right angle and leads to the double doors of the charnel house. Uh, but uh, but if you so wished, uh, you could cut across and go straight there by going uh, around the gravestones. I think that would look weird, wouldn't it? It feels like that would look super weird. Yeah, yeah. like so You're weird. Stick to the path. All right, you make your the three of you make your way along the path, and uh, the and the guards uh, and the guard on the way because. You're in a high enough, highly secure enough uh, situation that they would that they are not going to Bavarian fire drill this. I don't uh, know what that means. Let you in just because you got past the first layer of security automatically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The uh, the soldier uh, the the reclamation sergeant smiling gives you a nod. And says. Now, what's your business here? Horses? Ponies? Gnomes? <laughs> oh, God. I can't read his mind. I have no idea. Is there any indication in the cadence of his voice to say which one he's Roll expecting to check. hear? <laughs> I'm going to tide this because I feel like this would Kay. be a really good time to get something right. Okay, that is 23. Okay, he. You realize that he just that he said at the end with a particular emphasis, hornies, horses, horses, ponies, <laughs> horny horses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. horses, ponies, gnomes, which doesn't make sense, but which has the same first letters as what the ma- the two guards at the entrance said to you: halt, papers, gentlefolk. The, it suddenly occurs to you there is this is probably some sort of three-letter code. Uh, so they get so it's so which eight. he is expecting a three-letter code Hold. response back from you. What were the letters? H, H, P, and G. Um, the I mean, you can make just if you want to make it, you can make an intelligence check, and if you want your tides back. I'll let you. I'll let. I'll let you. <laughs> rule of drama. Discharge and recharge them if you really want. I can make a guess, but I'm not the one doing it. So. Uh, I mean, if you, as as he says this, if you want to quickly like scratch your head and send a message to the others. I didn't do the, the others, insight check, so I. No, yeah. scamp. If you want to quickly scratch your head and send a message to the others, you did. There's a code. There's a code. There's a code. What's the code? What kind of code? The letters. HPGs. The letters. Try, the first letters. Try saying three random words that begin with HPG. That might be it. I mean, can we make an intelligence check to see if that's what make an intelligence check, or if there's another pattern? Yep, make another make an intelligence check. Ooh, sixteen. Sixteen. Knowing this, can I try? Yes, everyone can. Uh, Thirteen. Hang on, Um, that's sorry, I can't count. And if you still got inspiration from earlier, you can use it. I used it. Okay, both used it. Cool. Yeah. Didn't didn't cause and get it again when you it, when you were away. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still have it? Yeah, you might still have yours. Oh, did I not use that for um? You, uh, f- you used it in the card game, but then you got yeah. it back later. Oh, okay. I will. If you uh, want to, if you want to add a d10. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I think I, I think that did happen. I've not marked it. Okay, off, in which but... case that thirteen becomes a dirty twenty. <sighs> dirty twenty will do. H, P, and G are the first letters of the last names of three of, of the three 
uh, resurrectionists that you know. Uh, and Corzin, you took notes, right? Yeah. So this is Doctor Something Higgs, Doctor Something Pfizer, and Doctor Something Gosh. And I just want to, and I don't know, and I'm curious whether or not you recorded uh, anything else about them. But that is the that is the that is the best leap I can give you. If they're three HP, HPG corresponds to the last names right, okay. of each of the three doctors. And if you need, and if you want a reminder, then uh, just like, I, 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 so it was um, uh, Cuello uh, Higgs, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't it? Uh, Pranav Ghosh. Yep. And um, I've just, I didn't realize you uh, uh, spelled it with a P. Um, so I, I actually put P Pfizer. So it's the first. <laughs> yeah. Is the first um, name also beginning with a P? It is also beginning with a P. Yeah. Oh. That's... For some reason, I'm going Penelope, but I don't. It was know Penelope. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. That's him asking who we're seeing then. Or it's the, they've given the surnames and they want the three letters of the first names in the same so order. Q P P. Causing you reach this, you reach this conclusion since you're the one who called highest. So it's up to you something what you say. With a Q, something with a P, and something with a P. Questions, please, people. There's a smile and a nod. <sighs> Good. Just finish your business and then out the back. Of course. Out. Right, you are. I had no idea. I assumed, by the way, for this one, that you just you'd have detect thoughts. There's somebody counting chips. No, no, it's fine. When I designed this, I assumed you'd have to take thoughts because I couldn't think of any other way for you to get a highly secure three-letter passcode. Well, my um, slightly weird note-taking got us through that one. Coming through. My notes for that episode are missing, so... He has a sort of like quiet scream over the message stones from Celestia and she goes, well done, well fucking done. We were so fucked. Oh, God. I wonder um, how internal screaming transmits over these. Um, you know how your thoughts are never a different volume, but sometimes you can scream in your brain, but it's the yeah. same volume as all your other thoughts. It's like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm sorry to anyone who's not noticed that all their thoughts are the same volume before, by the way, because that's yeah, always thank upsetting. You for that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep me awake tonight. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to spend hours trying to make them louder or quieter. Oh, I did when I first found out, and I'm sorry because I've just given loads Ooh. of people that moment. That's all right. <laughs> um, you continue along the gravel path, crunch stones crunching beneath your feet, and reach the closed double doors of the charnel house. It is a solid brick charnel house, no windows, and there are two solid wooden doors ahead of you. Are they locked? Does not appear to be the case. Okay, um, just close. We should head in. Okay, who wants to open the door? Um. Is there any sort of indication that there's a procedure for this? Are we expected to know what to do? The like, the like, is it does it just look like a door? Just looks like a door, as far as you can tell. The 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 uh, resur- uh, the reclamation sergeant is just nodding and smiling, as if expecting you to proceed. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's nothing we need to do special on this door. Nothing's changed, has it? Oh no, nothing's changed. 
Yeah, but you know, I've been through. It's been a bit of a week, and just the other day, I got all the code words back to front, and you would not believe the problems it caused. Uh. Hmm. 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 Would the would he say this to a friend? Roll perception. Roll persuasion check. Sixteen. Um. Yeah, well, if you're not sure, if you can't remember, just uh, get. Uh, if you, if you, anything from me? Well, for you, serve and uh, they were set up. You know what? I don't think I was. I think that was the day I got a food bug. Ah, uh, uh, then we've, I think there's we've a... been away for a while. Our group, we might have missed something. Right. Yeah, I think says uh, you'll need to get a password from one of the doctors then. Hmm. I mean, would you? Could you open it for us? We're a bit I mean, I can about open it if you want. Yeah, sure. Yes, please. Walks over to the door, pulls it open. Immediately, <laughs> clouds of mist, of silvery mist, which are very familiar to you, Celestia, because you cast this spell every night aboard the Kraken's Bane mm. when you have a sixth level spell left, billow out of the uh, of the charnel house. And as the guards and wards spell takes effect, I need each of you to make a wisdom save, please. Okay. This is a lot of stuff, gang. This is a problem. Ah, nope. <laughs> That's a one. Dirty 20. Uh, 11. <laughs> okay. At that point, you watch... Two out of three uh, is At that bad. point, causing, disagree with me, you Liz. blink, you f- and you hear a wisp of some... Like the mist almost trying to penetrate your mind. You uh, shrug past it. You can see it's you, it's pea soup ahead. You can't see what's inside, but you do hear a voice just about whispering at the edge of your mind, which you 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 push past it. You ignore, but you see, but you watch with horror as Celestia and Scamp both follow the suggestion to lay their weapons on the ground and surrender, and that's where we're going to pick up. After these, no doubt important, messages. Well, naturally, the benefits of having your own regiment of undead thralls are self-evident. They can do your laundry, deliver your mail, fight for you, even like, rate, share, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs, and check out their Patreon. You'll never be short of people to play cards with, and there'll always be a squad of people ready to have your back. It's a mage's life in Her Majesty's Reclamation Corps. And welcome back. Quick bit of housekeeping on things we realized during the break. First of all, (laughs) Jeffrey also fails his wisdom save. <laughs> Marjorie is busy causing a distraction and will not and cannot arrive until next round. Um, Celestia is an elf and actually should have rolled that wisdom save with advantage. So roll it again. I'm do that. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Um, I might be okay. What is it? It's a nineteen. Okay, you start. Your knees start to buckle. Right, let, let me check. I've- having my wisdom modifier moment um yes nope 19 okay your knees start to buckle but you resist it so you are not suggested but scamp is i'm gonna say you see her do a very specific like um touching the pad of her thumb to each finger it's like an exercise she was taught in army training to not fall for these sorts of things okay however 
At this point, I need everyone to roll initiative, please. Okay. Oh, 21. 14. Oof. Um, that's, that's a 23. Shit. <laughs> okay. And then 14 for cause. This is going to get interesting, then. I wasn't expecting to make that wisdom save. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Celestia, you see... Um, I guess if you can do something to interrupt this, it doesn't happen. But you, but, but to, but to you, you see what is about to happen, which is Scamp about to surrender. You see Jeffrey already draw on the ground. Uh, uh, hops out of Scamp's backpack onto the ground, draws their blade, and lays it to the ground reverently. Good. <laughs> Kneeling in submission. If I do anything, concentration. She's going to stop counting counters. Which may or may not be a pro- uh, may or may not be relevant. Oh God! Okay, um... so you are the top of the round. I'm going to describe the scene. Okay. You are right in front of the charnel house. The charnel house doors have opened. All you can see within is silvery mist, which is slightly extending outwards now that the doors are open. There is graveyard uh, behind you and to your left, uh, leading off towards the chapel. The cheerfully smiling reclamation sergeant is off to is probably about thirty feet away, along with his coterie, coterie of uh, skeletal soldiers. You there is, in terms of other people you can see beyond the guards that were already there, and of course the soldiers in the camp beyond. That's it. You can't. You cannot see anything ahead of you except the silvery mist. It's just completely cuts off visibility. Does he know we've triggered it? Uh, yeah, how's he looking? I mean, like, he's seen it happen. He's still charmed. Mm-hmm. But he has also hasn't got reacted yet. Right. Because he rolled lower on initiative. Oh, Jeffrey's such a problem. <laughs> I mean, um, Jeffrey does this on Scamp's turn, so I guess if he can do something that before Scamp gets out uh, 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 to, to cure Scamp so that they can keep their pack shut, that's, then you'll prevent that happening. But that's what's about to happen. How far away is Counting Lady? Uh, counting... Legitimately, if she drops her thing, how long do we have? Counting Lady was near the entrance, so about 150 feet away. Okay, we have a few rounds. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, he's charmed, but we would obviously be outsiders. Sorry, I'm trying to like weigh up what's the oh, best yeah. thing to do here. No, it's really can. hard. In a, in a few fractions of a second, Celestia's mind races. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck it. I think I'm going to go with my instincts. Um, I'm going to drop a suggestion on Scamp. Um, so it's a wisdom save. Okay. Um, can I it. choose to fail it? Uh, classically, you can choose to fail saves. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, don't follow the other suggestion. Okay. Um, you cast that. Scamp, you feel your mind war with itself uh, in much the same way that Corzin did. (laughs) So, yeah, okay, you went before Scamp. We've established that you can negate a suggestion with a suggestion. You can voluntarily submit to the suggestion which the back of your mind that's still scabbed that's not trying to carry out the action does. Okay. And, um, Celestia, if, you're, if your concentration drops... It does, yeah. Then, uh, on this, then Scamp will carry out the action 
on the round that they are not under this suggestion unless something gets rid of the other suggestion. What? Basically, unless conditions happen that would cause... If your concentration on the suggestion stopping Scamp from following the other suggestion... Yeah. ...breaks before something happens that would cause that suggestion to break naturally... That makes sense. Yes. Cool, I'm there. Yeah. Right. yeah. We get to safety and you just stop suggesting and I surrender to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. a lovely scenario that will not happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, Celestia, your action is to turn to Scamp and tell them to not follow the other suggestion. Yeah. You still have bonus, you still have movement. Um... Uh, God, I'm trying to think if there's anything else useful I can do. Yep. You can, can you drag people? Is it, is it an action or a bonus a, or a movement? If they are, depends if they're willing. Okay. If, they're, if they're willing, it's half your movement to drag them. Because um, like you drag them at half movement speed. Mm-hmm. If they're not willing, then it's an action to grapple them. It, or, or, I mean, or one of an attack. What I actually want to do is, because I can tell that the suggestion's taken on Scamp, can I block Jeffrey from view? Like, can I step in front of him? Or uh, I mean, Jeffrey is still. Squir- I'll say that you can see Jeffrey squirming to get out of Scamp's pack. Uh huh. So uh, that's a bit hard to say. If not, that's okay. It was just my instinct. It's... I can do something else. I will say that you can try and block Jeffrey, and Jeffrey will have to make an opposed check to get past you. Like, you can like ram a shawl, like an elbow over the back of Scamp's pack. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah. That'd and be so, great. Scamp's, Jeffrey will still make an attempt to get out, but yeah, has to bite you. So, what am I making? Uh, it's on his turn, which is next. So, give me an athletics check. Athletics. Je- Scamp, roll, roll an acrobatics check for Jeffrey. Fucking luck, Jeffrey. Oh. Um. Nineteen. Natural twenty. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeffrey <laughs> just like push his head back. Jeffrey down. squirms and scrambles. Uh, if if Scamp steps away from you, or mm-hmm. you step away from Scamp, though, you will no longer be blocking the way out. Yeah, it is worth noting. Blocking the what? Uh, blocking, blocking blocking the way Jeffrey's out of the pack. Way uh, Jeffrey's okay, way out cool. of the back. So right now you are you are stuck next to Scamp. Yeah, I just like so, <laughs> lean casually. Yeah, so you you see a moment where you foresee a moment where Jeffrey and Scamp both surrender, and you just act to prevent it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, since you can't move, mm-hmm. that is your turn. I also message to the other two: counting ladies, not counting anymore. Okay, yep. Bonus <laughs> to um, we, that. we discussed that. That's yeah. like speaking with yeah. the stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a bonus to initiate message messages uh, with the with a message stone, but. Oh, because uh, we've established because it's similar to casting a message spell. Oh, I thought we, we established that stones were just like talking. I'm sorry, I've got that wrong. They're yeah, out of combat, they're like talking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I slight. I'm slightly wishy-washy on the rules because most of the time it's not really relevant. Yeah, but like, uh, do I not say that then? Uh, no, no. I'm going to say that it costs you half of your movement, which you don't otherwise use to block Jeffrey's way, and then. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not going to penalise you for you. that. Yeah. Okay. Celestia gets that message off um, to, I guess, both of you, because you're in a weird little network. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, because yeah, they're all linked. So, I guess either of you can can say a free short statement in response if you really want, uh, or you can do it on your turn. Either way, Scamp, your initiative count 21. Congratulations, you've beaten everyone <laughs> except Celestia. And as your brain starts fizzing uh, with uh-huh. the boring suggestions... Uh, you can act. This fog, mm-hmm. like, how dense is it? Like, how far in would you have to go before you're completely obscured? Um, 
like you can see at most five feet in. Lovely. Um, the reclamation guy, is there mm-hmm. any sign of the repeater? Uh, yeah, it's around his neck on a little uh, on a little chain. Well, like actually a fairly secure sort of, yeah, a fairly secure sort of chain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, so many bad ideas. How far away is Marjorie? Can I call Marjorie to come and join us? Uh, Marjorie is within telepathic call range, so Marjorie will start flying towards you. Uh, what's Marjorie's oh. flight speed? 60 feet? Um, I don't think it's that. 50 feet. 50 Not feet, quite. okay. Uh, she can, to reach you specifically, she'll need to double move. She's got she this image, because it's been ages since we put her on distraction, that she's still been on that order, and whenever he picks up yeah. his chip, she's just gone back. Yeah, she's just she's just been harassing <laughs> like this poor chap with, with her wings. Chips. Um, like hitting the bowl every time. Like every time yeah. he thinks it's finished, she comes Sorry. back. <laughs> um, roll a perception um, check for Marjorie. Hmm? Roll a perception check for Marjorie. Oh, not great. Twelve. Marjorie, on her way back, is fluttering and going... And you did get a sense of urgency through that link you have with her. Oh no! Okay. Marjorie has seen something you have not. Oh dear. Um, can I grab Corzin and Celestia and just step back a few feet? Yeah. Um, into the fog. Into the fog. You want to step into the yeah. fog? Yeah. How many feet into the fog do you want to step? Far enough that we can't be seen. So that. Like, if Jeffrey surrenders, Jeffrey's okay. going to be surrendering to us because I mean, there's it, no one else around. It also depends if going fog the, works on this map. Into the fog requires you to step into the charnel house. Because the fog is filling the charnel house. I'm just I, checking. I don't know if... It, would I know if this is fog that I could move with my... Um, uh, your reasonably... Wind? S- oh, let me just one moment check guards and wards. Because you, you I don't insta- know. I think it's fog cloud. You instantly recognise guards and wards. Is the short version. Yeah. Like you, you've seen this enough time because uh, you have one on your ship. Um, um, so fog fills them corridors. I just need to know what type of spell it is. It's abjuration, so it's real fog, but it's fog that weirdly doesn't affect people keyed to it. Uh, you know this. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you can step into it so that, uh, I mean, Jeffrey's still struggling oh, out of your path. yeah, so the, the other people will be able to see through it anyway. Potentially. Yeah, you do know this. Yeah. That's no good then. I will try and clear the fog with the sustained wind then, because I think that's more useful. Okay, you cast sustained wind. Uh, let me just check the gust of wind rules for, for a moment. Oh, they're actually right here. Okay, so 60 feet long, 10 feet wide, blasts in a direction and may affect creatures directly in that line. Uh, you're going to blast like straight into the channel house? Like in a straight yeah. line? Okay, with a... <laughs> I'm going to so, like, just in case there's any chance we're pulling this off, just go to the, the person. Oh, it's a bit foggy. I'm just going to clear it up so we can get this job done. <laughs> this does not fly. <laughs> Uh, and as you stretch your hands out and cast, uh, I need you to roll a d100. Oh, oh dear. What is that? Oh, 91? 
And that dice is now on the floor. Oh, could oh, be well. good, could be terrible. All of them sound terrible to me. They all sound terrible. Always. They always okay. all sound bad. 91. We're back here. Oh, no. Okay. What? Something may happen. You feel a strange power fill you. What? Oh, God. What? We'll find out. We Something may never may find happen. out what, what, what happens with that. I so, hope nothing happens. <laughs> let's hope nothing happens. Uh, okay, so... Ooh. Scout, you have you've cast the spell. As you, uh, as the wind blasts in, it reveals um, a corridor of wind, uh, of clear air. Uh, you are able to see uh, a fairly narrow ledge. <laughs> like it's not that narrow; it's about ten foot wide. Uh, a little bit less than ten foot wide, just in front of the doors. Where had you decided to go into the fog might have been a bit of a problem. I was only um, going to go five feet, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and going a bit f- and beyond, and a large pit beyond that. On the other side, uh, a good 50 sort of feet away, you can see there is an, a matching ledge. Uh, you can see what look like some ta- the edges of tables and chairs there. Um, and a couple of very surprised uh, and concerned-looking soldiers. And below them, in the pit, you see... It reminds you of the time you went to the Fingerwoods and stood on the edge of the cliffs and saw the Sea of Teeth. There are so many... Skeletons. Content warnings. So many content, content warnings. So teeth, many content warnings. Teeth, phones, nightmares. Sudden, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, frankly, yeah. a warning for corpses was going to happen. Yeah, no, what, totally. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. episode, like, yeah. this is horrible. This is if you listen to the previous yeah. one, you, you probably you're yeah. probably here with the content warning for corpses anyway. If you didn't, we'd, we'll put one on. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a sea... Yeah, there is a sea of skeletons... You can see intact bodies, shattered uh, limbs, like pressed together by magic within. You can see there are intact, there are many sort of intact skeletons uh, with uh, individual bones held together in mockeries of life by magic. Um, But there are almost like flitting between them fragmented partial skeletons, some of which are still in the process of pulling themselves together. It is I just it. A, a sea of skeletal limbs and jaws and ribs. Um, the instinct to like drop the spell and just let it go away just, again yeah, is very the, strong. The moment, the moment <laughs> you open the doors, you would have heard just a. <laughs> I can hear it. I don't. Oh no! Crashing sound. That's bad. Um, How deep is this pit? Uh. It's hard to tell with the bodies in, but you guess maybe 40 feet down. Uh, So, yeah. So that, you see that is what you see. Uh, Bonus action, Scamp? I can't remember if you've already used them or not. I don't think you have. I haven't as... (laughs) Um... Oh, there are guards, you said. You see a couple at the far end in the in the narrow corridor in the ten foot corridor you've created. Actually, let me just roll strength checks for them. Um, oh yeah, if they're in the passage, they're getting pushed if they fail yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> both of whom are then pushed into the wall. <laughs> oh! 
<laughs> okay, they're into the wall. Not they're not stood no. in front of the pit. No, 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 no. no. They're <laughs> at the far end. That's worth uh, playing with. Um, I don't really want to hurt them if I can avoid it because I don't think there's any points, so I'm not going to spend the sorcery points. I will just hold on to my bonus action because there's nothing useful yeah. to do. One with One of the right things you hear is uh, is <laughs> from inside the uh, from inside your pack. Yeah, what, what is Jeffrey's the... having an extremely bad time. Can Jeffrey not just drop his weapon within the pack and surrender in there? Like, he's being forcefully held. Surely that's something to surrender to? Uh, debatable, but something else is also happening for Jeffrey. Oh, dear. Which would cause the screaming. Oh, no. Uh, but Fred, he can't Fred, see is, because is you're holding right? uh, You hear just a voice going, oh, Okay, friends have a bad time. everything we have to stay here. Mm. Yeah, something. We, we cannot stay here long. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so while that's happening, uh, oh yeah, and Celestia uh, and Corzin, for you, the Sea of Bones is wreathing with shadows. Oh fuck! Just shadowy spirits pouring in through the ceiling uh, and animating bones below. This is a very bad place. Yep. And on that note. It's finally someone other than the, t- the party's turn. Uh-oh. So, you hear... Uh, gosh, what would they do here? Okay, uh, you hear three uh, voices quickly exclaiming. Um, one a little bit older. Uh, that... Oh, what what is going on? Do you think another Yes, it has to be And a third from weirdly sounding lower down You're damn right it is Sorcerer Where and <laughs> I love you Three of the resurrectionists are going to act. Are they the ones in the building or elsewhere? In the charnel house. You can the hear them the coming okay. from inside the silvery mists. Uh, okay, so that's going to have an effect. Uh, first thing that happens is the one of them is going to shout, is, is going to seemingly unnecessarily call out, Get them and hold! Nothing immediately happens from that. A second one, however, you hear coming from... Uh, I'd say two of these voices are coming from the left, one from the right. So what? So the more sort of orcish voice from you heard from the left calling to uh, to get them and hold. You also hear all three voices casting. Um, I will counterspell whatever that is. Okay, so uh, I will do it at fifth level. Okay. Um, yes. Roll a. Hold up, let me decide what each one is doing, and I'm going to ask you to roll a d3 to pick which one you counterspell. Okay. Because three of them are casting. Um, okay, one. Uh, two. And I mean, do they all look like they're doing the same thing? Is there anything I no, recognize? No, no. Uh, roll an arcana check. Um, 
Ooh, decent. 22. Okay. Uh, 22. Uh, one, one of them is casting, I'd say, a spell that you've heard before. Uh, one of them is not. And one, uh, uh, and... Actually, no, yeah, two... Uh, two of them are. Uh, uh, I'd say where are we positioning. Yeah, uh, one, uh, one, only one of them is casting a spell. You know, the other two you can just work out. Weirdly, you get a sense. One is going. Uh, one is evocation, and one is. I think this is conjuration. I need to check the spell. Uh, all of which sound fairly high powered. Can I okay. see any of them casting this? Uh, the, they are covered in mist. So it's okay. does your invisibility sight does not pierce this. Fair enough. Oh, so I, can, I can't see them at all. You can't see them. Like you can kind of you could make a perception check. Oh, I think I, I think I have to see them for counterspell anyway. Okay. Uh, for the I purpose, thought it was the ones that we because of things in. that might become relevant shortly. If you can accurately judge their position in space, you can also do this. Mm. So I can let you make a perception check if you want to try and guess. Well, maybe I don't need to see them. I will just on. The oh no! You, when you see a creature within. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I'm gonna say yeah. anyone like uh, I'll let you. You can do it on your turn. Uh, it's within sixty feet that I can see. Okay. Well, yeah, corzin has got a, a spell casting thing. True. Yeah. In which case, uh, yeah, roll perception check now. Magic uses nemesis, which oh good. no, that's only a thirteen. I don't think. That's <laughs> I also got a thirteen. If I need to. Uh, unfortunately, no. With no, with I the smoke, okay. uh, with the spell, this is it's not enough to pass there. What I'm using their spell save DC for for guards and wards. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, okay, yeah. Actually, both? Okay. Huh. Two evocation spells, and... If I can't see them, though, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't matter. Okay, so, the first thing Didn't that... they just do wind? Uh, yeah, but not in the right direction. Okay. Yeah, they, they were either side rather than in the middle. Oh, fair, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, pi- I'm picturing it wrong. That's what's happening. Yeah, so, uh, on their next turn, Scamp can, like, turn their body left and right to... <laughs> To, to, to make the wind like, like they, they can as a bonus action change the direction of the wind move the farts yeah move yes. the farts um okay so the first one then I think I know what they would do here uh one two three okay you just from you hear a spell cast uh from the right uh, and in a sort of halfling sort of tongue and instinctively you feel yourself trying to dive out of the way as the air the temperature in the air drops like a stone oh. uh, a, I need to check whether I think this just creates cold I don't know if it creates wind as well but if it does you're about to see who's doing this um Oh, it's a blast of cold air! Okay, the mists momentarily clear in a cone, and you can see a halfling behind it, clutching in their hand what looks like a a sheet of paper emblazoned with almost like inks, different types of silvery inks, which are burning themselves away as the moment they cast from the scroll. Uh, it's a. It appears to be a freckled, red-headed halfling with an eye patch and a cigar poking out of one uh, out of one side of his mouth. Okay. Everyone needs to make a con save. Small. 
This is cold okay. damage. Oh, bitch, that's not bad. That's 22. 18. That's the highest con save I've ever rolled. 60. Oh, I don't know about 16. Let me just check the spell save DC. Um, save DC, save DC, save DC. Why did I not write that down? Okay, 16 should actually cover it. Just about, I think. I think that is actually Okay. Much. Let me just check. Uh, three. Yeah. No, no, you're right. 16 covers it. Okay, so this is going to be... Painful. Painful. Okay, so... Uh... Okay, lots of ludicrously low numbers here for the first... Oh, that's nice. Okay, so that's, that, like, seriously, ones and twos for the first of these. Uh, for the first bits that I've run, so that is... <laughs> six of how many? Okay. Uh, a lot of twos. One, three, and one, eight. So... Okay, you actually get out pretty well on this one. Uh, 21 cold damage, half to ten for everyone. Bloody yeah. hell, that's very low for that. Really yeah, bad. out of a possible 64 that could have been rolled. <laughs> yeah, that's how many hit points I have yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, so the cone of cold strikes you all. You momentarily catch a glimpse of the position of the halfling before the uh, before the fog starts to how far fill away? the space. Um, halfling is, the, I'd say, 40 feet away to the right. Um, do I use my for reaction? No. We're going to call him Bolo. Um, so, Dr. Bolo uh, <laughs> uh, makes a, uh, uh, casts these Code of Cold. At the same time, two more spells are cast uh, from, we're going to refer to them as Oscar and Tess off to the, uh, uh, Dr. Oscar and Dr. Tess off to the left hand side. Did I say that? Sorry, Bola's on the right-hand side. These two are on the left-hand side. Uh, one of which, each of you needs to make a wisdom save as you feel icy fingers of magic trying to uh, to just clutch into I'm your nervous use systems. The tides. Tides it is. Just Seventeen. Okay. Cousin. Uh, what was the save? Sorry. Wisdom. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, that's an eight. Okay. Uh, causing... I can't help no, with that. No, you can't help with that. Is this a fear effect? Uh, no. Uh, the right. pair of you shrug off the spell, uh, but causing you feel your nervous system lock up as you are held. Okay, so Vega is holding, is doing, maintaining concentration on holding causing, which is worth noting. Okay, uh... The last effect, however, you watch as shimmering planes of force appear um, in the air, kind of like just over Scamp, I'm going to say. So just over the over Peter in this case, since they're doing the, the big wave of, uh, of air. And you see the shimmering plane swiftly form into a translucent outline of a gloved hand. Oh no. The hand, by the way, is not um, hand-sized. It's cart-sized. Mm -hmm. oh. 
Oh, it's, it's, as a, you watch, it's a big hand. Oh, yes, as you watch this very big, this big bee, if you will, <laughs> hand. Uh, it's our first big bee hand in the podcast. Yeah. That's fun. I think it is, yeah. Uh, as you hear spell. from uh, f- uh, from uh, the, uh, the, uh, the orc call out, Right, just get hold of them and move it, them for you. Uh, as the Bigby's hand is going to reach down and try and... Is it in the way of my gust nope, of air or is it from above you. It's coming from above you. Don't say. Uh, and technically it's coming from behind you as it, as it slams to the ground. And I think it's one creature it can do this with. Yep. Uh, you need to make an athletics check, please. <laughs> Natural 20? I mean, which I'll is a roll, 19. Which is a 19. Like, Okay, this round, you're fine. Uh, the hand does hit the ground and start trying to shove you. Uh, oh, it has advantage. You're medium or small. Ooh. Damn, 19 versus 19. I'm going to rule in your favour. Um, so it takes all of your strength to push back against the hand, uh, but it is trying to shove you forward and into the pit. Okay, uh, that is those three's round, and the alarm has very much been called. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just need to check, Celestia Scamp. You are both still technically outside, just outside the front door of the charnel house, aren't you? You haven't stepped in, have you? Or have you? I had assumed we had stepped in if Scamp is being pushed into the pit. That's fine. Um, I'm just checking whether you had stepped over the boundary or not. I, I mean, I assume so. Okay, so the pair of you who stepped over the boundary Corzin, uh No, Scamp said you were dragging... Scamp, did you drag Corzin in with you? No, we didn't actually go... I didn't actually Because I remembered how the spell worked. Okay, we d- so, I didn't move in at all. So you didn't arrive. I mean, if Scamp didn't, then I didn't, because I was yeah. holding Jeffrey okay. in their bag the last thing that I happened. I didn't so. think you did, but I wanted to make sure of that, okay. because uh, it's whether you have cover from the sky or not. Mm. Which <laughs> means you are not under the roof. Okay. Not um, yet, no. Okay. <sighs> Do they move yet? Uh, who are they under control? They're not under their control. They're not under their control. Okay, that's fine. They don't actually come into play this round. They will come into play next round. Corzin, you are paralyzed. Make a wisdom save at the end of your turn, please. Okay. Because you just sort of... Oh, what else I can do? Uh, that is a 17. Okay, you oh, shrug off the magic, freeing yourself from the hold. Uh, is that my entire turn? It is your entire turn, if yeah, I remember fact. correctly. Hold person is at the end of your turn. You make cool. the save. All right. Um, so the uh, so having done that, we're into everyone else who who's going to fuck about with you now. Uh, so what mostly happens is the alarm is called. Uh, so they shout, "Sorcerer!" Someone's uh, you hear someone from the front call, "Shit!" Get the doctors! Get them out! The sorcerer's here! Um, that's... However, next up is the reclamation squad sergeant. Who is currently charmed by you. Um, 
so I think we're going with the standard rules, which is he's not going to necessarily help you, but he's not going to attack you either. Hmm. So Unless we actually hurt him. Unless you hurt him. And I think it is him rather than his allies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. Uh, charm is a pretty selfish spell like that. Yeah. Um, yep, yeah, anything har- or harmful to it. So he's cool. He ain't doing shit. <laughs> so until they get until that gets dispelled, he's just gonna happily stay put. Uh, they don't act this turn, but you do hear uh, shouting and movement from inside the chapel. So the chapel goes will arrive next round. Uh, however, something else does happen, and that is the necromancer's assistance. So. Uh, first to come out uh, are the skeletons in the chapel. Not the ones in the pit. You hear the click of muskets being primed as uh, a dozen skeletons within the foggy area of the chapel, uh, six on either side, are going to fire a barrage at the three of you. I want a dexterity save from everyone, please. Oh, oh bloody hell, that's a one. This dice is, is actually misshapen, and I should stop rolling it. I'm going to decide. Okay. That's fine for apart from the natural one. <laughs> uh, so that is 16. So they can see us, but we can't see them. Yep, guards and yeah. wards. Same, same as when someone tries to board your ship. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, so that is because it is an enclosed space uh so 20 32 okay so uh celestian causing you both dive for cover uh you do still get clipped for 16 points of damage because uh, this works what, a bit what's the dc for concentration 10 plus half the damage so... uh, sorry uh, half the damage and if it's and if it's less than 10 it's just 10 so the dc for this is 10 that's However, fine, yep. Yeah. Also, though, uh, this does count as attacking against Scamp if the others didn't. So so how many points was that, sorry? You're, so you can actually drop your concentration now. Okay, cool. Because oh, you, yeah. you, know, you know the suggestion spell well enough to know that that is overridden yeah. Scamp's suggestion. How many points yeah, was that? 16 for 16. you, 16 for Corzin, 32 for Scamp. Okay, as... uh, my con save is a dirty 20. Cool, thank you. Okay. That is... So that's <laughs> oh, the skeleton's turn. Hit. Um... They're going to go, but before them, the the people who rolled a natural one on their fucking initiative is going to be someone who's technically slower. So, you know all of those dug up looking graves? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That no one one inspected carefully. (laughs) Yeah, because how would we without looking super suspicious? Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, You watch as with a crumbling of earth bodies start clambering out of them um and uh you can see in total about a dozen bodies emerge from different portions of the uh, different parts of graves along the graveyard uh at this point only three of them have enough movement to actually get close enough to intervene actually no only two of them Uh, because it takes half their movement just to climb out of the grave. Uh, But those two are going to make an attempt to hug you. 
Okay. You see these bodies, these these kind of bloated-looking zombies <laughs> come over, spread their arms, and tr- and get up close and personal. Uh, so we'll do one hug attack against Corzin and one hug attack against Celestia. Cool. That's actually a pretty effective hug. Um, Corzin, that's a dirty, that's a twenty-one. So you know, a dirty twenty to hug you. Uh, yes, Ash- I'll hit. Oh, sorry, no, these aren't. Sorry, these aren't actually attacks. Uh, I need uh, I need you to make an athletics or acrobatics check to avoid being hugged. These acrobatics are graphics. Okay. okay. Athletics it is. Acrobatics, definitely. Um, oh, 25. Oh, okay. That's, that's a 12. No. Oh. Sorry, that, that, hug attack, like that hug attack was a dirty 20. Yeah. You've had a bad, like, yeah. 20 minutes. Um, Celestia, you dart out of the way as one tries to get close and hug you. She goes, <laughs> uh, get away. You, you fend it off. It is still next to you. Corzin, you see one, the uh, kind of like obese looking old orc, just like practically fall on top of you. <laughs> They're not just obese though. Uh, Celestia, Corzin, both roll a d4 please. A d4, okay. Four. Um, three. Okay. Celestia, you see there are stuffed, they're partly coming out because of the decay, but stuffed into the rib cage uh, and body cavity of this zombie that was trying to hug you are a series of bottles and what looks like a small vial of brightly orange alchemist fire. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Calls in. You see what appear to be a chest cavity full of grenades, and again, a small thing of alchemist fire. And at that point, the the bodyguards are going to try and shoot the zombies. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) As three veterans, uh, well, two veterans are being pushed against the wall Ah! at the back. Um, Just double check whether that. Whether that, how that fucks with them? Um, yeah, they they just can't approach you, so they're just going to shoot one. Does the wind affect sh- shots at all? Um, like, it does gust of wind. I don't know if it. I mean, I'll, I'll apply disadvantage. Just sure, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the shots does go wide. Uh, another shot just misses. Actually, no, it doesn't miss the zombie, but zombies of AC of eight. They rolled a dirty uh, natural nine. Um, so two of the shots do make it. And as they strike, <laughs> there's a brief moment where you see the alchemist fire uh, vials break, flare, <laughs> and two sets of explosions. So you're in luck. You both rolled the, the ones that don't do damage. Oh. So the first one to go off is the uh, bunch of grenades in co- uh, cur- uh, in, a, in a in a huge zombie over Corzin. As they explode, however, they do so with a, with with bright flashes and loud bangs as the flashbang grenades go off. Mm. Everyone needs to make two con saves. Roll them separately. Tell me whether you fail the first, second, or both, or succeed at both. Uh, and you need to beat DC 15. Okay, say. first one succeed. Okay. Uh, failed the first one. Second one. Succeeded the, the first, failed the second. Okay. Failed and the second. 
Corzin, what was your on the first? On the first, it was a 10. Okay. On the second, it was a 7. Oh, okay. hang on, the save is 15. This, yeah, the, the save is 15. So you, I rolled 15. What does that mean? Does you, that mean I failed? If you're con, you know, 15 is, is a success. Cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, Celestia and Scamp, as the, you close your eyes for a moment, uh, and you, but as the bangs go, you just have this ringing consuming your ears. You are deafened. At the end of your turns, you can roll another con save to shrug off that effect. Cause it as the uh, you don't because it's on top of you, you can't get out of the way in time. As well as the deafening explosion that just leaves ringing in your ears, you get a face full of like the flash, and it's everything is just purple and blue. You are temporarily yeah. blinded. You may roll both saves again uh, twice at the end of your turn to shrug off each effect. Yeah. But for the moment. You're all deafened, Corzin is temporarily blind. Mm. And thus, none of you really hear the second one explode. Uh, but as the alchemist fire catches, the bottles... <laughs> oh, rather, silently. <laughs> outwards. And release tangles of sticky, quickly hardening glue. Everyone needs to make a deck save. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, do... Oh, no. Is this one that I'm at disadvantage if I can't see? Uh, I'm saying this happened around about the same time, so you're not at disadvantage for this one. Yeah, um, 13. Yep. 11. 13. As the game surrounds <laughs> you, you, become, you are all restrained. All this does is reduces your movement to zero. Um, but your movement is zero until you can get free of the Tangle Blast Glue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tides is active, isn't it? I can't. Uh, tides is active, and yep. it can't reset until your turn or until you're at the point oh, yeah, of death. No. Basically, well, like it can reset at a suitably dramatic moment. Yeah, that's not quite it. Okay, that's the end of round one. Round two, Celestia. <laughs> you are covered in sticky glue. Uh, which is very quickly hardening. It's kind of turning more like rubber, and everything is in your ears are ringing. How much of an action is it to throw a potion? Uh, it's an attack action. Okay. Uh, a question about the potion of radiance. I'm also thinking of mm -hmm. the alchemist fire that we have, but I'm thinking... I can't remember anything about the range, and I don't know what would happen if I threw it. Would what anything do you have happen? about what, what about the damage, or have you just written? Potion um, of I know it's like a potion of fire breathing because we talked about it. Oh, I can't remember what that damage is though. Uh, normally, potion it's of like fire 46 breathing, you drink something? it as an action. Bonus action, you breathe fire in a fifteen-foot cone. That's yeah. not far enough. Um, so yeah, so but in this case, you breathe light, but like microwaves, kind of <laughs> like it's damaging yeah. light. Yeah. Excuse me. Fifteen foot super isn't far enough. Um, not being able What's to move. What's the range really... on destructive wave? Because we want to get this going, don't we? It is thirty foot from myself, which means I'd need to be ten foot into the pit. That's why I'm playing to get the whole of the pit. Yeah, you yeah. can try and get like part of it from here, but but like really it's, you position. said it's 40 foot down it's 40 foot down yeah like there are some there are some skeletons nearer the tops so you could get some of them but you wouldn't be in place for that perfect shatter the whole thing in one yeah 
What do we know? There, there's some skeleton. Are they skeletons that were shooting us from the sides of the pit? Yes. As well? So yeah. you would guess. Yeah. It might based still on be attacks, worth it. I'm just weighing it up. You um, guess yeah. based on the attacks that there are two veterans pressed, pressed at the back in the cone of air. Uh, one veteran off to the left. Sorry, off to the right, and then six uh, ske- rifle skeletons or musket skeletons on either side. Mm. So, who, hang on, who is within 30 feet? Like, a 30-foot radius of me. Within a 30-foot radius of you, none none of the resurrectionists are, uh-huh. to the best of your knowledge. Some of the skeletal pit is, like, of the some of the pit of death, we're going to call it, uh, or the bone pit is, but probably most of the resurrectionist skeletons with the, with the, with the muskets are. And also, uh... Like, almost all of the zombies. Uh, I should mention, by the way, that the zombie that there are still ten zombies, like scrambling towards. Okay, so it might be worth it anyway. How much of an action is it to get unrestrained? It's a whole action, isn't it? Uh yeah, because it's your yeah, action to so. like try and acrobatics or athletics out. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and thin the ranks a bit actually before I worry about moving. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm going to. Do something really stupid. So we've established that Celestia's guitar is in a bag of holding and yep. not in her hand. Yep. Um, the triangle, however, I established was on the <laughs> belt. Yes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so there's just this moment where, in this like fucking chaos that's happening of like bones and horror and shit, this fucking weirdo gets out a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I would like you to picture sort of a pose, like voguing. With said triangle, it's real. Like it's imagine the most extra way you could play yeah. a triangle <laughs> that anyone has ever done, and she does that, and it goes, ding, and it like it, um the ding sort of radiates outwards yeah. from her and like repeats and creates cracks across the floor that the rainbow spirit gets into. I'm gonna do a destructive wave with radiant damage. Okay. Uh, nice. And also thunder damage. Okay, roll damage. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I need loads of dice that I haven't prepared. <laughs> I'm having a moment and not knowing what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Rainbow D6, yes, thank you. Um, okay, so that is the first one I'm going to do is thunder damage, just yep. arbitrarily. Um, so that is uh, 6, 10, 15, 16 thunder damage. To everyone within a 30 foot radius of me that I want to hit, so that is everyone except us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, oh, that's not bad actually. Um, that is, this is radiant damage, yep. which I imagine matters. So 12, 15, 16, 17, uh, 18 radiant. Okay, so 15 thunder, 18 radiant. Yeah. Okay, let's just. It was 16 thunder, was it 16? 16 thunder, 18 radiant. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so that makes it cool. Okay, 34 total damage. So that is that is enough to max out zombie hit points, which is what I'm checking for. Um, all right. Last thing I want you to do, by the way, roll a con save. Three. <laughs> okay. The ringing, you can't actually hear the ringing of the, t- of the triangle over the ringing in your ears. That doesn't mm. go this round. Um, but you see... The flood of energy go out as the rainbow spirit manifests on mass. Uh, you can't 
through the bits you 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 can't really see or hear the resurrectionist skeletons shattering mm -hmm. um, because they're they're covered in fog and you're deafened, but you can see uh, about about a quarter of maybe of the pit or bones just turn to ash. Okay. And a swarm of shadows, spirits, uh, breaking free from the shattered things. Mm -hmm. uh, you could, you might have just wiped out hundreds of skeletons there. Mm -hmm. um, you also see the lightning crackle out uh, along the zombies approaching, getting, I think, all of them. Okay, let's see if any of them were close enough to affect you. Okay. Oh, I think I need to roll this, because they tried to get as close as they could to whether any of them were within 10 feet. One, two... Okay. Four of these could have gotten got within 10 feet of the party at the end of their turn. Which is... The rest are all within 30 feet. It's okay. just... I'm just looking for splash effects. Okay, from cool. the From the zombies exploding. Okay, Celestia. I need you to roll the, a d4 four times and tell me what you get on each one please okay um i do have a bonus action that i want to do after this yes, by the way so that you're aware um so two on the first one okay uh, four on the second okay uh two on the third okay and two on the fourth <laughs> oh that's the worst series of rolls you could have had oh god okay. <laughs> so uh so you see the the lightning bolts, uh, uh, the radiant uh, the radiant lightning cracks, uh, go through a series of uh, all of the rest of the zombies. You watch as uh, th two of them explode into more of these sprays of rubber. Uh, another explodes in a flash in bangs and, and another flashbang. Uh, a third, uh, another quite close to you explodes with another flashbang um doesn't affect that everyone's already deafened at this point but uh scamp and celestia need to make two more uh, need to make a, a a con save each please to see whether you get blinded uh 13. okay um scamp you're not blinded celestia purple blue fills your eyes uh. and the other three that uh, you see three further away as the as as the lightning bolts go through their chests, um, huge jars of acid crack and shatter, spraying around them, but not close enough to get you. The three that had powder kegs and jars of alchemist fire in them, though, are all close enough. Oh God, that's very bad. Everyone needs to make a deck save, please. Okay. And I'm just going to roll a bunch of d6s. At the same time, so it's not affected by blindness, or is it affected by blindness? Not affected by blindness for oh. you. 14. Natural 20. 14. 14 is the deck save you need. So. <laughs> okay, let's do my standard rule for what happens when you layer explosives like this. So. Oh, God. So I'm not doing 76 three times, uh, but I, I'm just upping the total the total number of d6s by four, because it's three explosions at once. Uh, so, uh, So that is... Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, so 
The 49 fire damage you would have taken. Jesus, would have been dropped, enough to knock me down. Ten. Is dropped to 24. Ugh, as you all kind of like roll out of the way in time. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you, 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 ma- you manage to flatten yourselves to the ground in time to avoid the three powder kegs exploding. Uh, it, also redu- it also blackens the courtyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about our reclamation friend? Uh, oh no, poor reclamation oh, friend! No. You oh watch, no! Uh, yeah! No, not I, Sydney. Sydney's safe. No, Sydney's fine. This is the one I chose. Reclamation All friend, right. though, is not so safe. I would have been devastated about Sydney. Mm, no, he <laughs> failed that. He failed that save. Uh, so, uh, the reclamation explosion. So the explosions take out several of his skeletons. Right. Um, but the acid ones are next to him. Oh no. As you watch him melt to the ground. Okay, well that one's just for his repeater. Um, His repeater is currently in his smoking acidic remains. Okay. You are welcome to try and get them. Well we have Uh, one. I have a legitimate question. Yep. Loads of explosions just happened. Yeah. And as far as I am aware, the thing that was keeping us in place is just glue that was on the ground that has been exploded. That's Does true, that actually, affect you've got enough fire damage that probably would break the tangle bust glues. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm granting that, that enough damage has been done to the glue to well, break my, it. Well, the other tactic I was going to try was damaging the glue, and yeah. I think that's so just that's happened, actually, yeah. so let's uh, ask. The, yeah. the baking yeah. flames turn... Uh, turn uh, it from a kind of somewhat elastic rubber into a brittle sort of rubbery substance, and you're nice. able to break through it with a bit of, uh, with with just ordinary strength. Cool. Uh, it is um, charred. And I also have a number. bonus action that I would like to take. Yep. Um, seeing as they've all just been shouting sorcerer, and I'm yep. kind of terrified for scamp. I'm just gonna go. Don't get caught, and you're gonna see a little panicky flash of rainbow, and you get inspiration. Thank you. And as that happens, scamp, roll a d100. Oh no! Sixty-nine. Hey, nice. nice. <laughs> oh no! What? Oh no! Are we all Scamp dead? Causing Celestia all vanish out of existence oh. you, as you all become invisible. Ooh, that's maybe um, helpful, actually. Every and other Jeffrey. creature with it was hostile to you within 30 feet uh, has been pretty much destroyed. Yeah, the th- that was the radius of your yeah. destructive wave. So <laughs> that's... Thank fuck you did so, that okay. wave. <laughs> oh, 68 would have been a disaster for you, so good that thing you didn't roll that. What, 68? You become frightened of the nearest creature. Oh which god! Would be, <laughs> which would either be Jeffrey or Celestia, depending. Oh dear. I'd probably say Celestia because I can see her. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey's on um, the back. That would have been really yeah. bad. <laughs> uh, can you see her? Yes, you avoided the blood. You, you saved against the blindness. Yeah. So you're fine. I'd have been out of there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, Scamp. Over to you. Uh, you are. Ooh, um, how much damage oh, yes, did I take just now? Things. It was 24, wasn't it? I didn't roll. Yeah, you took 24. Roll, roll concentration. Uh, oh, no, 12. it's 26. Okay, you're fine. Okay, um, how much of an action is it to open the bag with the gunpowder in? Um, 
like because the gun like are you gonna if you're gonna shift the the gunpowder out uh the gunpowder keg out that is an action because it's it's you're handling a keg of gun like a, a barrel what of i kind of want to do is just put like i'm there is a big old gust of air coming out on me really strong yeah. i just want to get it into the gust <laughs> because it will push it 25 feet Ooh. which will that, be right in the middle of the pit that is a right is a good point yes it will uh it's it is an action to get it out of the bag because it is still like oh, it's a, it's an can, action, I, it if it's an action, action i'm happy to do that yeah because it's because like, it is a huge fuck off keg rather than something that like is nice huge fuck off just, barrel it's just this this bag's just got gunpowder in yeah what happens if i turn the bag inside out because with a normal bag of holding that sometimes empties it i mean yeah, we are following broadly normal bank holdings. Th- am I right? Is that, am I misremembering okay. that? Okay. Uh, uh, is that, that a in, different if, kind if of I have bag? That, that might in... not be bag of holding. That might be one of the other bags. Uh, let, I need to check the rules. One moment. Uh, if the bag is turned inside out, its contents spill forth. That is bag of holding. Okay, bag of holding. Then you can, which I guess is only a bonus action. I can, I'm happy to use my action to do that. I just want to know how many kegs I can get out. Um... You can get one out, like, like I think, because it is still, like, you're turning it inside out. They're, they're, like, and it is, it is leaving quickly, um, but... No, I would say this would normally be... Pulling a bag inside out. uh, Bonus action, fine. Go for it. Okay, um, I will do that. The keg should then get thrown into the middle of the pit. Uh, which it does! Um, and yeah, as the, as the keg, like the keg sort send... of like, uh, as you as you invert the bag, there is resistance, by the way. So I probably should have made this yeah. fascination, but never mind, I've said bonus action now. So as you, and you have to like push to get it out, as the lip expands uh, just as much as the normal bag could, which was enough to get it in the first place. And suddenly, with one last the whole keg flies up ahead of you and lands in the pit where it is immediately surrounded by swarming skeletons. Oh, lovely. Um, I will cast a fireball on that spot. Nice. Okay. You hear someone call out counterspell. Uh, And I can't see them? Still in the mist. Oh, I can't see them either. So let's use my bonus action. And my action. Yeah, fair. But the keg is now in the is now in the pit. It's start. Okay. <laughs> like, it really is. It's a start. It's definitely a start. Should have done a higher level fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I hate not being able to see them. Okay. Um... Oh, slow. Should have slowed. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, and that brings us to the Resurrectionists. Okay. Uh, invisibility is playing Merry Devil with this. Uh, so, uh, everyone went invisible at the end of Celestia's turn. Celestia has not cast any spells or taken any attacks since then. Scamp has cast a spell, or attempted to cast a spell. It was counter-spelled. So, Scamp is visible. Corzin is currently invisible and deaf and blind. Yep. As I think is Celestia. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, both of those things are a problem. Scamp is the only one who actually has all of their... uh, has sight and sound. Okay. 
Oh. Right, that's going to make this interesting. So, uh, blindness uh, gives you disadvantage. Uh, does that mean you fail ciphers checks? I don't know if it affects your dexterity saves. Uh, it doesn't. It hasn't thus far. Hasn't thus far, that's mm. fine. Okay, so uh, I think what they would do then. Uh, first of all, uh, is they Bigby's hand would try and uh, push uh, Scamp in. Uh, probably not with that roll. Scamp, do you want to uh, roll a check? Yep, gonna use the tides. Yeah. That is. You have uh, inspiration if you want to use it. Yeah, I will do. Oh, that is. That's not right. Um, that's an eleven. Okay, no. Uh, they really flub that roll. So you are struggling against this uh, thing. It moves you a couple of feet. Um, so, but you are not. In, but you're not pushed into the pit. Okay. Um, did you use up Celestia's inspiration on that? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Uh, right. Okay. So you at that point then. Uh, they're going to cast some spells. Is this is this spell? Ah. It is concentration, so I need someone who is not concentrating to cast this. So it's not going to be that chappy. Um, but one chap. Uh, but you do hear one person go. All right, let's see if they can't take care of this then. So yet and scamp. I need you to roll a con save as you feel necromantic energies flood you uh. and try to rot your flesh. Uh, Eleven. Uh, that is a failure, unfortunately. Okay, so not so... Uh, Alright, so that is eight, eleven, um, sixteen. And 21. Oh, I'm down. Okay. Scamp. Neither of you can see this or hear this, but were you able to, you would see a black vein, uh, like Scamp's veins highlight in black. Uh, their eyes roll back and they slump to the ground. Okay, Scamp is down. Uh, the next person who is not currently concentrating would start com would, would cast this you hear so again no one hears but the halfling is going to cast fairy fire uh, so Corzin and Celestia make a deck save please okay <laughs> no thank f finally 27 12. okay it's causing you are currently deaf and blind but deaf you, and blind. but you but you're random like thrashing around under the shattered remnants of the um, of the zombie that exploded on you uh, yep. is enough to protect you from the fairy fire clinging to you. Celestia, however, is wreathed in uh, pink flames. They're just like little tiny ones. And that is enough for the third one, uh, for the third one to act. Well, let's try and take you out of the equation. Shosnir chop. Uh, Celestia, you 
feel like a like a, a solid wall appearing against uh, against your skin as unseen by Celestia lines of force start encircling her I need a deck save from you please save. make this fresh ha <laughs> 10 okay the walls slam shut into a transparent uh, to a translucent sphere of force you are encased within Otelik's resilient sphere you can all you can feel of this is a weirdly like kind of room temperature surface against your skin where you fall into it because I'm bleed. and you can kind of feel like it's like the room you're in the tiny room you're in moves like a hamster ball mm. when you move <laughs> uh, so the sphere can be pushed by you I, I just need to check whether it's an action or not or if it's just move at half speed uh, it the sphere itself weighs nothing uh, so, people will probably do this for recreation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's your action to, if you are inside the sphere, to push against its walls and hamster ball. Um, but anyone else can pick the globe up uh, and move it, but it weighs as much as you do. Hmm. Okay. That's the A team. Uh, well, it's technically it's the B team. Under the circumstances... Those things are going to wait for orders. Um, Causing. I mean, all right. Yeah, you're currently blind and blind. deaf, uh, but you're 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 still technically up. All right. Um, and um, I'm going to say I, that I... you feel like a weird, like sphery, th- uh, like hemisphere, like bounce against your skin. Okay. Celestia um, is next to you. Can you... I use half my movement to get up? So I'm standing up. I'm still invisible. Uh, I don't. Th- technically, I don't think you were ever made prone. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so, the, so the fact that the zombie was on me and I. Was, uh, no, no, like... it was flavor. So, like, you, you were like right, crouched right. down, but it doesn't cost you any movement to spring up. You're just a bit unsteady. Fine. That's great. Uh, all right. Yeah, your ears are ringing. Blue and purple lights in your eyes. I. If I can't see anything, I'm not going to uh, risk shooting. Um, Alright. Can I... Other than the, the the thing in front of me, which is sort of bumping up against me, is there any other like wall or surface I can feel around me? Uh, you can... Sure. Feeling around with your hands, you can feel the, a weird sort of like globe or... Like it feels like it feels like some sort of curved surface next to you. You can also feel the corner of the wall where the doors are. And one of the two doors. All right. I am going to feel around so, uh, so I can get to the handle of the door. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to feel my way around to the opposite side of the door and put it between me and where I uh, last was. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. If anyone could see uh, on your side could see Corzin, you see Corzin, they would see Corzin grab the handle of the door and move like behind the door. Yeah. Yeah. So you now have cover. All right. Um, That's just having... just takes movement to do this. Doesn't take. Yeah. Much. Having done that. Ooh. Am I aware, even though I'm blind and deaf, that I'm invisible? I'm not sure how I could know that. There's not really any way. I guess you do know that no one's tried to kill you in a few seconds. <laughs> Like luck, though, couldn't it? Really? Uh, but given your, yeah. you don't know how much of that is luck. You did hear 
Uh, no, you didn't hear. You... Okay, I will no. say this, though. You felt the wind change. You okay. felt the wind change as Scamp, uh, as Scamp went unconscious. So you know that Scamp has stopped casting the Gust of Wind spell. Fuck, okay. Uh, um, yeah, that's really... I, yeah, I can't think of a way that you would know the keg is in there. Yeah. Because you didn't right, see no. it happen. What I would do, if I didn't know that I was invisible, I would uh, cast Lesser Restoration on myself in order to get rid of at least one of those um, uh, things. I think you uh, get rid of both be... uh, as you cast the spell. Oh, I can get rid of both? I thought it was one. Oh, is it just one? Because uh, it says you touch a willing creature... Uh, and end one disease or other condition. Oh, sorry, yeah, uh, I thought uh, I was thinking blinded, greater. deaf, and paralyzed or Oh, yeah, uh, so, do you want to be, uh, clear your blindness or deafness? Blindness. Okay. I'm no longer blind. As you, you kind of press your hands to your eyes, and as you pull them away, you see briefly an octopus's suckers. And then... Thanks, old friend. You, you hear, yeah. And you can see now the situation in full. Uh, you can't hear anything, but you can see the barrel being, like, struggled over by various skeletal forms. You can see that Scamp is down. You can see that Celestia is bubbled. Uh, oh, or you the can fog's see, come back. You can see you an out... see the pit. True. I guess you can't see the pit anymore, but you can see Scamp down at the edge of the fog. You can see Celestia bubbled, uh, but or rather Celestia's glowing outline, because Celestia is currently right. very far. Probably groping about because you can't see. Yeah. Right, from my um, vantage point, can I see any of the reclamation core? Uh, I'm going to say you can't. Uh, because of the fog is still up, you can't inside, but you can see through windows in the ch- in the chapel that reinforcements, including uh, some figures in black uniforms with, like, spectacles looking well-dressed, are are about to come out. The other half, you would guess the other half of the Reclamation Corps is about to enter play. I just oh. remembered Jeffrey and Marjorie. Can I... Oh. Sorry. I kept like forgetting Jeffrey and Marjorie. That's a good point. Uh, Jeffrey and Marjorie after, will after act after school. After, immediately after Corzin, Jeffrey and Marjorie connect. Right, I don't have any uh, hostiles that I can see inside the channel house, do I? Uh, I mean, there are still. I mean, no, because they even the ones, that, even the veterans that were pushed against the back of you can't see anymore. Uh, and all the hostiles outside just got appear to have been destroyed by a series of explosions, uh, melting in places. You can see one reclamation core uh, necklace in a in a melting heap of person. Oh, that's a point, actually. If I'm and you the can other side also of the door see now. Uh, if what? on the other side of the door, can I grab the um, uh, the necromantic repeater off the body? You know what? Yeah, I'm going to say you can. Um, yeah, I will uh, do but, that. Uh, like, it uses up the rest of your movement, but you can, if you yeah, want to grab it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it, it's you, something. Yeah, you reach down, you grab the repeater, like it, like you, like you feel it. You feel a little acid burning your fingers, but you wipe it off. <sighs> um, okay, you've got a repeater. The yep. uh, so hey, there's twelve more more troops. You also can now see, as they are moving into position, on the rooftops, they were concealed um, under... Uh, they were concealed on, uh, uh, concealed, but I was just checking to see if any, if at any point you would do like a gen... Uh, would explicitly do a general look over of the building for a perception check on this. But well, I was going to be searching for um, any hostiles. That's alright. Well, you see them now. You see yeah. what Marjorie saw on the way in which is skeletal figures rising from camouflage on the rooftop and raising oh. weapons. 
fuck. Okay. Both of the both of the chapel and the charnel house. Right. Here Noted. is yeah. Here is where the necromancers own uh, animated uh, dead up. So, right. yeah, things are bad. You also see Marjorie flying. <sighs> okay, so yes, Cosin, you can see you can see skeletons on the rooftops, uh, which is what Marjorie saw and was flattering about, um, right. and that, as far as you can see, you think you've used your action. You still have your bonus. All right. And you are not that you realised you were ever invisible, but you're now visible. If uh, oh, um, if I've still got a bonus action left and I can see those skeletons, I am going to cast Hunter's Mark. Okay, you Hunter's Mark. I mean, technically, I uh, said you saw them. You can Hunter's Mark one of the resu- uh, one of the reanim- uh, uh, the resurrectionists that are coming oh, back to enter yes. the field. Pick uh, yes. pick up. Okay, your options are. I'll give you uh, your options are. Uh, half uh, blonde-haired half-elf, uh, gray, uh, 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 long black-haired uh, orc lady, or uh, uh, or mid-length wavy black-haired and bearded human. Uh, who is at the front? Uh, probably the half-elf. Right, the half-elf then. Cool. I'll describe these when they come in. Okay, so you <laughs> mark. You mock Doctor Higgs. Go out. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think that is your turn, Jeffrey yep. and Marjorie, who we forgot, uh, uh, but um, can act freely. I don't think Marjorie can really do anything. Uh, Marjorie can still. Uh, Marjorie. Uh, Run interference. <laughs> yeah, Marjorie can still take actions, but the actions that a bird can, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and, if... and she also can't attack, so. <laughs> She's very limited, um, without me being yeah, conscious, yeah, and also conscious. there's yeah, there's just not much she can do in this instance. But Jeffrey knows where the healing potions are. Jeffrey yeah. does, and is now freed from his former suggestion. So, cubbing out knife and teeth <laughs> is going to take a healing potion and force feed it to you with his action. Thank you, Jeffrey. Okay. Uh, that's not much, but it is conscious. Okay. Uh, Scamp is back up. For a given value of up, <laughs> and at that point, the B team arrive. <laughs> uh, you watch as three figures uh, emerge from the chapel, uh, and also spread out a little each as they come out. So they're all going to put they're all going to put uh, twenty five feet of distance between each of them because. Don't put yourselves in easily a position where all of you can be fireballed at once. Uh, in fact, one of them will probably stay behind cover and like peek out. But you see three peop- uh, people arrive. A half-elf woman, fair skin, blonde hair, with purple eyes, a prim and proper red and black uniform and spectacles. Uh, an orc woman with grey-yellow skin, long black hair going white at the temples, and a scar on her jaw with medals on her uniform. Uh, and a human man, uh, dusky-skinned, mid-length, wavy black hair and a trimmed beard, smoking a pipe. Dr. Higgs, Dr. Pfizer and Dr. Gosh enter the fight. Ah. Uh, so here are the senior uh, uh, resurrectionists. Okay, what are they going to do under the circumstances? Um, 
I think no one is going to use Circle of Death because that's suicidal. <laughs> Circle of Death just kills means. everything within 60 feet that's not you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the worst spell. Um, however, they do. They are going to want to try and gain control of the situation. So, first thing they're going to do. Okay, they can see Scamp. They can see um, cause. Uh, uh, they can now see cause, and they can see that Celestia's outline is bubbled. They are going to cast some spells. Then uh, they know that they want to take some people down and some people prisoner. Okay, first thing then, Doctor Gush uh, is going to make a circle with his hand. Uh, Hmm. Well, let's put you away then, and tr- uh, and cast a spell on Corzin. Corzin. Magic uses Nemesis. Magic uses Nemesis. Remind me what this does. Okay. Because um, he is within 60 feet. It's really cool. He's within 60 feet of me, and I can see him. Yep. I can use a reaction to magically try and foil it. Uh, okay. He must make a wisdom saving throw, <laughs> DC 16. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, if you want to use it, it is there. But oh no! Uh oh no! They have, they have, they're, they're wizards. They have better way. They have better wisdom saves than their raw wisdom indicates. Okay, scam. You got like a twenty-five percent chance of shifting this if you really want to. I think I'm probably better off trying to counterspell it myself. Okay, do you want to do that? I think my Go odds ahead. is that, probably better. Probably, yeah. That was my thought, but you know, if you you have a reaction as well. Go yeah, I think you got you did it first, but I, yeah. I would also counterspell it. Yeah, if... you can react and react. Functionally speaking, this is happening at the same time, so do it. Okay, uh, what level are you counterspelling at? Um, oh. I kind of need the high-level stuff. Oh, let me just do some maths. I'll do it fifth, sort it. Okay, um, that just succeeds. Oh, lovely. Yes. You shatter the spell as it's as it's coming, uh, and Corzin uh, is... Uh, I don't use that uh, ability. I still have it. I mean... Oh, yeah, you haven't used it. If, you, if it fails, it doesn't use it up, then. Is that how it works? Cool. Uh, no, it was... Um, well, if, you, if you said you... If used it instead of me... No, it was as... You react at the same time. Well, he, resists, he resists your attempt yeah, to... Yeah, you did it, but he resisted. Yeah, right, he resists okay, your, your magic user's nemesis, but then Scamp breaks case, the spell. In which case, then it's used. It is used. Cool. So uh, you see him struggle to stabilise the spell, and then Scamp, like, weakly slashes a hand, and the spell nope. destabilises uh, okay, so that is Gosh done. Uh, next up is Pfizer. Uh, uh, Pfizer is less concerned with trying to keep you alive, I think. So, mm-hmm. she, so she is going to pull out a uh, a scroll from, uh, you notice a little bandolier of scroll cases across her chest. Pulls one out. Then, 
let's see what we can do about this then. And as she as the scroll burns away, uh, the magical metals uh, just essentially almost like melting in place from the energy passing through them. Uh, three uh, a series of uh, re- uh, scorching rays blast out. Uh, scorching ray spell would have been useful, Jason, if you remembered to actually put the damage next to the spell description in your It's list. 2d6 per ray. Ah, thank you. That's very helpful. Okay. Uh, so that's attack roll for each one. Got it. Uh, yes. Yes. No. Okay. Uh, he's close enough that she could hit. I guess one goes off complete so one of the three rays just by uh, happens to go into the charnel house in just such a way as to strike uh the halfling is it watch where you're aiming that thing you bitch (laughs) um so he takes some damage instead natural one on that one got seven damage to overhill uh, uh, causing, however, you take some, you take a bit, a couple of bits of damage. Uh, you take fourteen points of dam, uh, fire damage. Right. Uh, and it's a scroll, so it's just at the lowest level. Uh, however, having done this at the same time, I think that yeah, they would want to take you. Uh, Doctor Higgs is not going to fuck about uh instead she uh she t- uh, the half elf tilting her head is going to go no i think we can do away with this and she is the one who went forward the uh, 30 feet uh rather than staying behind which brings her within 30 feet of Actually, all three of you. Yeah, I think she would. She would be merciless. She knows who she. Uh, she's seen someone counter spell. They, uh, you're the one with the weapons. She just turns and uh, snaps her fingers at Scamp. How are you doing on hit points, Scamp? Six. Eep. Honestly, because of the minimum of this, I don't even need to roll this. Yeah. A series of f- bolts of force <laughs> blast forwards as you are struck by a hail of magic missiles. <laughs> Taking you back down. She's not wasting any chances. Uh, so, Scamp is once again on, uh, is once again incapacitated. Uh, the zombies are all dead. And some, uh, and it's just the three veterans inside who, I guess, are going to take some pot shots at Corson. Okay. Corson has has cover cover because of the doors, I think. Yep. One of them really fucked up. Yeah. Two of the the, the bullets rain against the door. Uh, one, you just hear ah, does no one know how to fucking aim? <laughs> as Mister Overhill takes, as Doctor Overhill takes more damage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Doctor Overhill. Is, is Doctor Overhill <laughs> concentrating on anything? 
Uh, Dr. <laughs> Overhill is the one member who is... Actually, yes! Dr. Hill is concentrating, so let me just roll some con saves. Damn it, Jimmy, he's a doctor, not a okay. marksman. Dr. Overhill keeps his concentration after multiple <laughs> okay. attacks. Poor Dr. Overhill. Uh, that which brings us to the... Brings us to the skeletons on the roof. Um, who cock their uh, their right uh, their muskets, and you hear and causing you hear Doctor Higgs call out. And this would be, it should be up here. Yeah. Call out. You are outgunned and outmanned. Surrender, and you will be taken prisoner. Causing you're the only one who's currently free to accept it, yeah. but you you can hear the. You can hear the skeletons just ready, waiting for the command. I am not going to respond currently. Okay. Then they will act when the time is right. Uh, Celestia, you're in a ball. You're in a hamster ball. I'm also blind and deaf. Like, I have no oh, idea yeah. what I can yeah. even do. Pause it. Roll a con save. <laughs> I realise you, you you might might have a chance to not be deaf. In which case, you probably don't usually Hang hear on. You, yeah, you wouldn't hear the surrender. You wouldn't hear the surrender. <laughs> That's a t- that's the point, actually. Yeah, roll, 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 roll save. In which case, you're like, that was what? a fifteen. Okay, you do, you are, you do have your hearing back. I should actually have rolled that at the end of my last turn. Yeah, yeah, thank so you, you for reminding me. So, so you do you hear the hearing back. Yeah. Uh, right, Celestia. I don't know what I can do. Uh, yeah, just roll two con saves for the moment. I mean, let's bend the rules. You can I'm hold saying, an action. You can hold your action. And act. If you want a bonus action anything before holding your action, though, uh, by all means, do. Um, so I mean, I might, like... I might heal myself. <laughs> do. Uh, you cast, you cast healing word yourself. Ding. I'm not going to do a healing word. I'm going to do a potion. Do a potion. Okay. Yeah. I've got four, so. Well, you drink a potion. Oh, yeah. I've just thought of something. No, I made that decision. That's okay. fine. Got that slightly better hit points. Um, and yeah, then I'm gonna. Can I like? Grope like a blind person oh, yeah, and see you if can. I can feel the sphere. Yep, you can feel the sphere around you. Okay. Um I mean do I know anything about like do spells go out of this? What do I know anything? Roll McConnor check. Okay. Um that's pretty good actually. That's yeah, like a like a twenty three? Okay, you've heard of this. Uh you know you, you've you've heard about this uh, as part of your training. This is the resilient sphere is a nigh perfect sphere. Uh, nothing can pass through objects, spe- energy, spell effects. Um, n- uh, I think uh, it says nothing, so technically not even sound uh, could really pass through. But I'm going to say you can hear like a muffled sound is coming through. I mean, I can't. You are, can breathe, so you air can breathe. Must. Air can come through. Uh, you, uh, the sphere cannot be damaged uh, ordinarily, and you cannot be damaged by anything coming from out of the sphere. You are basically trapped in the bubble. It is a concentration spell, um, so you are weirdly really protected right now, as well as imprisoned, mm. uh, and. Weirdly, you know that you could break it if you had a disintegrate spell, but that's not really useful. Uh, theoretically, Scamp could dimension door into it. Mm-hmm. But you are probably in a sanctum right now. Mm. And we might not be because the they've yeah. fucked up the consecrated ground. Yeah. Um, 
you're not the sanctum sure. effect still stays. We that's thought. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, that was what we decided. Otherwise, we'd yeah, have, we did. Yeah, we'd yeah, have yeah. dimensioned all the fucking. You'd have yeah. just dimensioned all <laughs> them. Definitely. Like if you get out of the area, then theoretically, scamp could dimension door in, but. I'm blind and in a sphere. Yeah. Uh, holding your action, then roll two con saves. Okay. Yeah, I will hold my action if that's okay. Yeah. Um, eighteen. Okay. First one. So you're no longer blind. The purple and blue lights. Uh, clear. Seven. So I'm still deaf. Uh, you can still hear the ringing in your ears, but as your as your vision clears, you can see Scamp is down next to you. Corzin uh, is behind, like pulled up, held up against a door. And you can now see the ranks of skeletons aiming weapons at you, uh, and you can't make out the words of surrender, but you can. But you get the sense that there is a standoff going on outside. Um. Hmm. And I know army etiquette. Mm-hmm. You can continue. At least, at least to throw them off. It's not yeah. an action; it's movement. Yeah. At least to throw them off, I'm going to get on my knees and hold my hands up. Cool. I don't know if I'm sticking to it later, but you for now, that's what I'm doing. movement to become prone, essentially, by yeah. like going into the surrender stance. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Scamp, roll the d20. Five. Mm. Okay. Uh, now that we've remembered them, though, <laughs> Jeffrey acts simultaneously, as does Marjorie. Can Marjorie use an item? Uh... If Marjorie could conceivably use an item in her pigeon form, yes. Could she pick up a bottle and drop it? Yes. Could she take one of the bottles of um, Elven Fire and drop it in the pit? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Uh, On top of the ke- the keg of powder. She can. Uh, I will require, because this is fiddly, uh, I will require a dexterity check from her. To avoid oh, Marjorie. <laughs> okay, that's decent. Um, 18. Okay. Marjorie, the little bottle of Elven Fire fortunately comes with like a little loop, like a belt loop. Marjorie flushes down, <laughs> grabs the, uh, pulls the loop off your, kind of like with a, a bit of trouble, Jeffrey like takes a hand, pull. <laughs> Undoes your belt so that Marjorie can pull the belt looped uh, fire alchemist fire thing off. <laughs> Flutters over. Celestia, you watch as this pigeon carry uh, just goes into the mist to where she think about thinks that it is, and drops the fire. <laughs> oh, delicious! Nice. Um. There is a, an ex- there is a blast. There uh, uh, there is a sudden wave of heat and air. As for a moment, the fog is cleared. It does start to reform, but by the rising blast, the rising blast of air and flame cooks the interior of the pit. As you watch, as the bones inside, it's not quite hot enough to actually cremate, but the exploding gas does shatter bones against the sides of the pit. In a bludgeoning manner. Ah, uh, indeed. Uh, as the, Which uh, I think they're vulnerable to, skeletons. Yeah. They are. Uh, and you watch as the comp- as the explosion shatters uh, most, if not all, of the dead in this pit. 
Uh, Corzin, you see and hear Higgs look to the exploding pit and go, No! Uh... And at that Celestia point... on her knees with her hands up just turns one hand around and puts a middle finger in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Coldly, Higgs raises a hand and gestures at Corzin. Uh, so, Scamp, Jeffrey's presumably feeding you a potion. Um, I don't know. Um... Well, Je- what Jeffrey did. <sighs> Jeffrey's got his sword, right? Yep. Remind me what the sword does. Uh, it has basically a plus one sword, and once you can cast a wish. Do we feel like this is wish time? I, I mean, it does that Jeffrey is feel like it's up wish time? to you that and is up Jeffrey. To you and Jeffrey. Um, I don't want it to be are, up to me and Jeffrey. We're very fucked. Um, like I, I can't see a way out, I mean, but there we, might be one. Ideally, need you to be up because sometimes <laughs> there is one. So, I don't know, is the answer. <laughs> I just don't see how we're getting to the next round where I can do anything. Yeah, I I honestly am struggling for, like, anything here. I know what I'm going to do, but it's metagaming to tell you. Yeah. Oh. I'm hoping it's not metagaming to tell you I have no idea how we're getting out of this, because yeah, I that, think that's, that's obvious. No, it is not. It is yeah. not. <laughs> I think that's I think, just obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's... Jeffrey acts simultaneously to Scamp, so it's... I'm not sure that, like... It, I don't know that they would technically get their action back, although, actually, what no, would if happen... If, I think we've always done it, Jeffrey goes sort of at the end of my turn. So at the end of your turn. Speaking of which, though, uh, because it is the start of... Uh, uh, during your turn, we'll say, roll a d100. Oh no. Oh boy. Because we are in high drama. I'm so glad that we've destroyed the pit. 56. Does this negate the, the previous the blonde, one? The lovely blonde hair of uh, Peter just falls out. Now the other one's still <laughs> up, which is... Uh, oh, Peter. The other one is up and Peter. super relevant right now. Which is... Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that really, weird other yeah. thing that we yeah, didn't know. That really don't want that's yeah. really relevant, but could happen. Uh, Jeffrey, dunno. While Jeffrey is deciding though, for that, Corzin. Yeah, maybe Jeffrey will hold an action. Uh, Corzin, roll, roll a deck save, please. Deck save. Okay. You can add your so cover Jeffrey's plus holding. two for your cover. Yeah. Plus two to the, uh, for cover. Okay. All right. That's uh, thirty. Okay. The equivalent of three squads uh, proceeds to firing range from the roof. Okay. Maybe Jeffrey's using the wish. <laughs> uh, so this happens at the same time. Uh, well, I have cover, so you do have cover. Uh, so the, and you, yes, and but thirty. How many how many hit points have you got? <laughs> how many hit points have I got? Sixty three currently. Oh, okay. it's not enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got thirty though. You said, didn't you? For your deck save. Mean... Did you say thirty? Oh yeah, thirty. I got thirty. Three zero. Cool. I just yeah. wanted to check. Okay. Yeah, I rolled an eighteen. I've got plus ten, and it's plus two for cover. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Uh, okay, so. Uh, just rolling these while I'm at it. Um, 
Okay, that's you're actually probably going to be fine. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, you're right. Uh, so that, uh, yeah. So you uh, you save uh, and take seventeen damage uh, as you basically pull behind the door, uh, which takes the majority of the shot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that is causing is still up. Yep. Would Jeffrey would Jeffrey wish in this situation? Up to if, Jeffrey. If Corzin's still up, I think that's it's still sort of held. I think Jeffrey's just sort of sat so there with a just potion in one hand and a sword in the other. one hand, sword in the other. Yeah, I'm injured, but I'm still up. Okay, Scamp is still still, still in the process of bleeding out at the moment, then. Yeah. Until we hear otherwise. Yeah, I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. So Vega is still... Okay, the remaining three, who's, uh, I guess I'll give you their surnames as well, Dr. Oscar Vore, Tess Vega, and Bolo Overhill, uh, are going to act the A-team. And, yeah, I mean, their job is literally just to take you down or take you prisoner. Uh, so, Overhill... How are the ones inside the house doing? Like, the ones that... Did they get hit by the explosion? Uh, it's a good point. I suppose that... I mean, the explosion was kind of channeled upwards by the pit. The pit yeah. is wide enough that the explosion radius wouldn't actually hit outside the pit because you've got it right in the Fair middle. Enough. Um, but I will say that they are like flustered and momentarily visible from the fog being cleared by the block or by the updraft. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they all try and capture you. Um, because. Their orders are capture or kill, and right now Scamp is um, Scamp is unconscious. Uh, they so they are going to cool. I guess uh, Doctor Vor the Orc is going to cast their own. Actually, no, Doctor Vor the Orc uh, is going to have. Bigby's hand, which they're still concentrating on, pick up Scamp, who cannot resist right now, and just hold them. Is that move Scamp away from Jeffrey? Uh, I mean, they're kind of holding them in place, but so that causing okay. can see. Uh, so there, it is an obvious threat. Like just like kind of got uh, so. It's, yeah, it's a grasping hand. Can I see that from where I am? You can. So Little you can finger see. attracts. Hands yeah. up. The hand is just holding Scamp's limp body now. Uh, they are going to uh, hold their action. Actually, obviously, at this point, you're imprisoned. They're uh, they're holding Scamp captive. Overhill is going to kind of manoeuvre around so, uh, around the edge of the pit so that they can see Corzin, like, just just the edge of Corzin. Uh, actually, no, they wouldn't. They're going to cast something. Uh, Celestia's very fired as Wink out there. <laughs> so Celestia is now currently just invisible in this pool. Uh, Not well, everyone knows oh, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but 
you see them cast something. I'm going to have to do this myself if I need to. Uh, and a sort of nimbus of purple appears around their hands. Good word. And they're going to come round to the edge near where Corzin is. And... What is a nimbus in this context? Oh, it's like a little of glowing aura. Clouds. Oh. Yeah, like a gentle like glowing aura. Like a cumulo aura. nimbus, yes. Um, and they're going to go to Corzin. I strongly suggest you surrender. Is that the one I have my... Uh, uh, no, the one you have your hunter's mark on is Higgs, the leader. The one right. who just... Who, the one who just magic missiled Scamp. And who just arranged a firing squad to shoot at you. She is standing actually not that far from you at this point. Probably about 30 feet away and looking cold and angry. Yeah, Higgs, Higgs, the half-elf, is 30 feet from you. Overhill, the halfling, is like come up right next to you and has got their fists like sort of boxers, like sort of very um, Queensbury stance boxing. But the the fists are glowing with, with a purple nimbus. I strongly suggest you surrender, unless you want to du- unless you want to duke this out. Uh, that actually, rooftop skellies are waiting. Uh, that brings it to Gorzin. Gorzin. Okay, so just so I'm clear about the um, uh, locations before that. So one person in melee with me. Yep. I've got overhills in um, melee with you. Uh, yeah, the, the other two are at the entrance with a firing squad behind them. Yep. Uh, the, yeah. So the other. Uh, so the so there's so there's six total. Overhill there are skeletons on the roof, and also the other yep. two actually in the charnel house. Yeah. So there's two in the charnel house. Uh, Vor and, I and can't Vega. See them currently, can uh, you can just see them. They're they're probably about forty feet from you. All right. Uh, over overhill, the halfling is next to you. And you can see Higgs is 30 feet from you down the garden path, but uh, down the path. Uh, <laughs> Pfizer is hiding behind the chapel door, and Gosh is standing like about 25 feet away in the churchyard. Is anyone else sweating okay. in real life? Oh, yeah. So they've... <laughs> they've spread out to avoid being easily fireballed. Yeah, I figured they would. All right. And. So yeah. there's six of them, and they've each got. And three of them have got a lot of skeletons, is that right? Yeah. God, we're so close. Those will be the ones on the rooftop. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Might if be I were time to get... For a wish. This wish is approaching, get... isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got to give it a little bit longer, but yeah. Oh, it's still held, so... <laughs> yeah. Um... Right, then. Can I move so I can interpose myself, um, like, from where um, uh, the halfling is... Can I uh, move so that I'm between them, Celestia and Scamp, and uh, they are between me and uh, Higgs and Pfizer and the, the others out there? So, sorry, restate that, please. Can I interpose myself mm-hmm. between them, Celestia and Scamp, mm-hmm. and um, position myself so that they are between... Uh, me and uh, Higgs and Pfizer and the other um, firing No, so. they are uh, Overhill is currently standing in between where you are and where Scamp and Celestia are. Alright. Um, 
and you get the feeling that they're going to try and lamp you if you if you do anything other than surrender. Which you know, not necessarily a problem for you, but just see ward. <laughs> Fine. Okay, I am going to. I drop my hunter's mark as a bonus action. I'm going to try and cast ensnaring strike on them, and then okay. shoot a different uh, at a different direction. Can right. I tell which one of the um, uh, the mages inside has the hand up that is grabbing scamp? Yes, you can because they've got a glowing. I'm going to say you, they, you can see like a glowing blue nimbus around their own hand, where they're like mi- miming what the hand is doing to scamp. Right. Um, okay. So dropping the um uh the hunter's mark is a free action, yep. making a, an attack. So you're I gonna... know this is going to be with disadvantage because they're in melee with me. So you are ensnaring, striking Overhill, the one in melee yep. with you. Yeah. Okay. Overhill is going to release their, their their action, their their attack action on you then. Okay. Um, so Overhill one doing the hand. Overhill has sorry. Two is people that... have have glowy hands. There is an orc who, who is Bigby's hand, and Overhill has what you now realise are vampiric hands as they uh, punch Corzin, uh, and the blood drains out of your cheek. Okay. <gasps> okay, one of those was a natural one with disadvantage, so I'm going to roll, re-roll that. Okay. I was confused oh, was who more, you were going but, for. I thought you were yeah. going for the hand, the Bigby's hand one, but... Yeah, well, uh, the thing being is that I have um, multiple attacks per round, oh, so if I spend yes, yeah. um, a bonus action to ensnaring strike uh, the one straight in front of me, I'm then free to, make to two uh, attacks try and hit the nice. other one without them um, getting an attack of opportunity on me. Rangers are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is going to be a 25 <laughs> to hit them? Uh, yeah, 25 hits Overton. Uh, overhill, even. Uh, they also drain... How much uh, damage do they do to me? 13 necrotic to you. Right. <sighs> Which they regain 6 in hit points. Okay, do I just lose that permanently, or...? No, no, it's just temporary hit point loss. Right. No, they, okay. It's just damage. Right, so I will roll the damage on them first. Mm-hmm. That is... As they as they punch you with the box, you see their own like injuries heal up. Fifteen percussive damage Ooh. and uh, a further three for the ensnaring strike. Ah, fuck! Uh, I am then gonna try and shoot up um, at the um, uh, the one who has uh, scamp held. Is there anything nearby them um... as well? I'll say there's some tables and chairs. Right, okay, no other uh, combatants. Uh, I'd say both. No, no. uh, um, Like 10 feet away is the one currently holding Celestia in the bubble, you think? Oh, in which case then, I am going to load the shot of souls and use that. Okay. Fit. Because it's um, it's area of effect. Fair enough. Being out of this bubble would be incredible. Okay, (laughs) shot of souls it is then. Boom. Okay, that is a 23 to hit. Uh, I mean, the shot of souls... Yeah, it's the initial hit. You load it like any other um, form of um, uh, ammunition. It does the damage, assuming it hits. And then it does... It's like a... 
a frag grenade essentially yeah, yeah. hits, it explodes. Well, I got the stats here uh, for for the thing this is based off. Uh, just to rem- I just want to. Uh, I think it works like you hit the initial person and then there's like splash damage. Uh, yeah. Do I do the mundane damage to the initial person as well? Uh, on a hit, they take. So on a hit, the target takes the normal weapon damage. Right. Plus 4d6 necrotic, and then everything around them has to make a con save or take 4d6. Okay, um, the normal weapon damage. Excluding is, the original. Is 13 percussive. Okay. And I will roll the uh, necrotic now. Alright, that is. 15 necrotic damage to everything save for half. Okay, so save for half on them. That chap takes the full. Oh, okay. So hopefully that's at least going to get scamp free. I'm yes. going to use the rest of my movement because I, uh, um, I know that um, uh, the halfling is restrained to yeah. get to cover relative to where Higgs and the rest are. Okay. Uh, if at all possible, closer to scamp. Sorry, I was, I was doing hit points at the same time as you said that. No worries. Uh, can, you, can you please restate that? Yeah, I'm going to use whatever uh, movement I have remaining to get to cover, relatively uh, relative speaking to uh, Higgs and the firing squad outside, okay. if I can, closer to Scamp. Cool. You basically go inside the building on the other side of Scamp, then. Right. So that you've got cover from all the rooftop uh, shooters. Did anyone drop concentration? <laughs> Uh, they Please tell both... me someone's got concentration someone. after like they're war casters, damage. They, they're war casters. One rolled yeah. 18, uh, one rolled an actual 20. <laughs> it's completely fair. Yeah. So you annoying. only need to roll a 12 to get over yeah. a 25 damage. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Um, Why wouldn't they all yeah. have war casters? Uh, but you, but as, the, uh, as the shot soul strikes uh, Dr. Vor, uh, you can see the, the three the three uh, other ones are this, you see this this fat uh, orc grey blue skin balding white hair warus moustache uniform jacket a bit unbuttoned and slovenly just takes the shot right in the gut and the and the colour leech out of them as it draws more in uh, oh. the you see uh, next to him uh, is a human woman. You know, the fog has temporarily dropped. Uh, Ebony-skinned, tight-cut afro, gold-rimmed spectacles. uh, Has her own bandolier of scrolls across her chest. Dive out of the way as uh, kind of parts of her flesh seem to sink in and wither from the shot of soul's effect. Uh, Vor is the most damaged Vega is still holding. And both Bigby's hand and the sphere are still in place. I mean... All right. The threat was presented and you didn't hold to it. Scamp takes uh, takes a, a death set fail. <laughs> As Just the hand one? crushes. Just one, because it's not a creature, so it doesn't it doesn't auto-crit in the same way. Okay, well then mm. I have got two failures. And well, you we can need to hear do something. you can hear Scamp's bones squeak. Oh, God, I have so many temptations and thoughts uh, that are not helpful and right now. I can see that, can't you I? You can see that. I don't hear it as well because I'm in the sphere, you, but it's, all, it. it's all a little bit muffled, yeah. Mm. Um, like, if you were to shout, then, like, Corzin would hear, like, a... 
like you like you pantomiming is more the way. Panic and hit the side of the sphere doesn't do anything. But no, I do. It, it like wobbles a bit. Um, you can still move about, can't you? Uh, right now, you it takes to, an like, action. Yeah, it yeah. takes an action. You got a hamster ball. Right. You're still holding yeah. Celestia. Still holding her action though. Yeah, uh, I haven't done anything for yet for the moment. As is Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, okay. is that happening? That is causing go though. Okay, the B team are have met psychos like you before. <laughs> um, so that you like. Uh, to, so they are because as we all know causing mad bastard always doesn't know <laughs> does not accept I surrenders did, I did have a moment where they were like saying to causing surrender I was like that's not going to happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we could do a whole of break oh no it's causing they're talking to you never mind at that point so uh, another character is going to come out at this point oh god <laughs> Uh, as you see, a worried-looking, uh, balding uh, orc. Is it the priest? Yeah, in like, bla- <laughs> in like a black vicar's sort of outfit with a oh dark gosh. collar. Like, oh, he's like, having a weird day. Out, like, like, ah, is everything? Oh, oh, Regent, oh, Regent. <laughs> yeah, big snap. Just be ready to stabilize them. Um, she narrows her eyes. I've met people like you before. Heroes. You don't go down easily unless we take you down. Uh, and... Oh boy, this is going to be an interesting one. She is going to point uh, a finger at Corzin. And I just need to check this. I had taken cover... Mm, yeah, you've got cover. That she can still see enough of you to point a finger. Uh, I I think that might be enough for Jeffrey. That might be to... time. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time. At that time. moment, because Jeffrey's that, gonna do it. Then. I, I I hate that I'm just I can't help the slight meta gaming of oh god, a necromantic wizard is pointing a finger. Um, <laughs> I think that's enough for Jeff. Yeah, Jeffrey can see this has gone well out. There, you know. Yeah, Jeffrey is just going to clutch their clutch their uh, the the blade uh, the blade and both uh, uh, like from just putting the second paw onto it. Jeffrey wishes that we were all somewhere safe with lots of bananas, and that the nasty people had constantly itchy bums for the rest of their lives. <laughs> okay. I love that you made a monkey wish. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love you as an improviser. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, and that say that last bit and that uh, after have... lots of bananas. Hmm. So wish they were all somewhere safe with lots of bananas and that all these nasty people had itchy bums for the rest of their lives. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ, where are we going to end up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Jeffrey's image of somewhere safe, it varies, but a lot of it is Scamp's room. Hmm. Okay. That is their first sort of more permanent home. So, Scamp, you, you hear just, there's just a moment where faintly, uh, at the edge of your consciousness, 
you can hear a voice go, uh, going, no, 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 no! As Jeffrey, uh, we all know what this means as well because we know what that sword does. Oh yeah, the pair of you watch as Jeffrey raises the blade, and that ver- kind of like you know those old action, those old fantasy posters from the eighties, well, like Rafiki lifting up Simba. <laughs> <laughs> As the blade begins to glow, uh, not just with bright light, with pearlescent, multicolored lights, uh, the you can see like a green ray. Uh, a, 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 time seems to slow. A green ray begins to extend from uh, from Colonel Higgs, uh, uh, from from Doctor Higgs's. Uh, finger towards Corzin. The uh, at this moment, the 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 waves spread, and Corzin and Celestia, you see the knife slash down and cut the air, and for a moment. You see something else. Light. Brilliant. Incomprehensible light. And you can tell that no one but the pair of you and maybe that priest is seeing it from just the awestruck face that he has. And the light and just and as as that cut is made, spirits begin to leak out of it. In every direction. <laughs> Did you do? Yeah, you can't tell really what's beyond. There are shapes, impressions. You just know that there is something. And as the as time uh, in this moment of time, as the as the as the jagged green d- uh, uh, beam is about to strike Corzin, the spirits all rush in. And everything goes white. And we're going to pick up there <laughs> next time. Oh, we, no. we really would have been dead, though, wouldn't we? Okay, we're going to see the well, consequences of Jeffrey's wish. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're still fucked, but like we would have been absolutely doing a prison break episode. Oh yeah, I was I was gearing up for I was gearing up for a prison break episode there. Yep. I was gearing up for a prison break episode, possibility of you dying. Um I was like, okay, at this point they're just gonna fucking finger of death um uh pause in and uh, and like take the other pair of you prisoner and we'd have to work it out from there. They my sort of reasoning at that point is they're going to take the sword off the monkey. <laughs> yeah. The odds of us getting the sword back are <laughs> so not good. Low. I don't want to give a wish to the enemy. That would be no, very bad. Be very and bad. they would figure it out at some point. That's the thing, because they have mages, they'd know. Yeah. But that they'd, they'd recognise a magic sword and then they'd I work out what it is. 
we are going to pick up next time. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, you done good. And Possibly. farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. <laughs> Fair seas. And natural twenties. <laughs> So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.